fighting because my grandma was, was like, "We're not gambling enough." <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. bro. That's true. We would we did we did some stupid bets. If we would have just stuck with like the straight betting on our picks, we would have been three for four. So if I do any sports betting in the future, I'll just go with the straight bets. What'd you uh, um, what'd you, what'd you bet on? Um, we uh, I won on. Uh, you won on a fight. Well, yeah, was walking. No, you didn't bet straight out on Dawkins. He was on your parlay. Was he? Dark. Yes, oh. Dawkins was on oh, your parlay. Oh, oh, it was the guy, the 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 one that. God damn it! What's his name? You don't want to. You want to go to the parlay? We thought he was going to win against shit. Who was it? Okay, well, Jim Kevin Miller beat something. an up and comer that we thought was going to win, and that killed our parlay. Uh, and then we had Dawkins and the guy that won the main event, Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill. Um, that's right. If we have not done parlay and just done those all separate, we would have, like I said, we would have been two out of three, which would have been probably up for the night. And according to the, the ghost of Meatloaf, two out of three in bed. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin yeah. Buckley. He won on HCA, that motherfucker. David, can I use the blue glasses? You better use them. Joaquin yeah, Buckley. Yeah, and I won, I won straight out on Joaquin Buckley. He yeah. won that fight by the skin of his goddamn teeth. I believe those are uh, Bulgaria. Oh, very good. I'm sorry? Yeah, every color... What's their NATO status? Every every color... So, funny story. So, every color of Ikea glass manufactured in a different country. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, are we hot? Those ones, I believe, are Bulgaria. The pink ones are Spain. Uh, and the white ones... A Russia. Nice. So we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Or I may have a limited edition set of uh, Russian cups if you're, if you're trying to adjust it. No, are, are, are we on? Are we hot? Oh, okay. Okay. It's been running for two minutes. So yeah, we uh, yeah. So we bet on you know we made it complicated though. We 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 involved the parlay. Okay, you so, see. so that's not when you are kidnapped by pirates and you want to speak to the captain. Correct. Oh, okay. It might Different. be, but not in this situation. Not in this context. Okay. Yeah. In this context, it just means that you're adding to your bet, meaning if I'm, I'm going to pick this fighter to win and this fighter on the next fight and this fighter on the so next fight. So the chances three. of all three of those winning have their own odds. And so it, it pays out a lot more, but yeah. you have to be right on all accounts where we would have been better off just betting on each individual fight because, you know, the one guy threw off our parlay. And I think it would work for that something bum. like Bellator, where you just really need to parlay the whole left side of the I fucking card. I bet the parlay. odds are terrible on Bellator. <laughs> well, you, you know. gotta bet $300 to make one. Yeah. Hey, you're up. Right? <laughs> That's a win, bro. That's a win. But so that but, was fun. But you lose you lose all your money. You don't <laughs> we, even, we sat in the we sat. No, for the parlay. It's not you don't get yeah, like it's credit. It. You lose, yeah, you lose no. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even it's, if like it's all it's all or win. nothing, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So but but obviously it pays out a lot higher because you know it's the odds are a lot steeper when you you know you have like three fighters gotcha. that you that you need to guess correctly. So on. did y'all bet on the true the true degenerates betting? Did you bet on college basketball? No. Okay. No, but we went to the sports bar and we sat and watched um, the fights at the sports yeah, bar like a little bit, like with the degenerate there. people. Excellent. And they had like, um, a, you know, the they viewers little... can't see this, but, you know, there was just like a small open area that had just kind of like single lounge couches. Yeah. With drink holders with and drink ashtrays. And ashtrays. Inside. Yeah. Yep. Bam. And, you know, you had a couple of feet between, but no one really sat next to each other too much except for the groups of people. Well, we we sat there long we enough some till, locals, till you know, act local. Yeah, right. we saw drunk people. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, I watched one of the. It was real. 
Golovkin uh, Alvarez mm, matches mm, at nice. like a wing shack or oh, wing geez. house or something. <laughs> yeah, yes. And it's always very easy to tell who's gambled on who's got money on a fight. In a, in a well, this you know that everybody in the room has gambled, so you all oh, yeah. share that same desperation as yeah. you watch the sporting event. And it was fun. I mean, we did for like four fights, and we're like, I don't know. These people are are all breathing in the same room as us. Maybe we should go wrap so, yeah, this up in the room. They had lifted their mask mandates like the week before we. When you know, showed gotcha. up. Yeah. So you know, it was um, it was closer to fifty fifty, you right. know, twenty five seventy five sometimes. You know, um, so that was interesting. So yeah, you just you, we we hung out as long as we felt comfortable, right? And then we went back to our room. Yeah. Nice. And, you know, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Our room was kicking. And that was the gambling. And you're and you're, we did. and you're up and breathing. You yeah, know? yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Here, and you're not bankrupt. You didn't not die at all. No. no, we didn't die at all. I mean, now the first part of the trip, we stayed somewhere incredibly remote, so there was minimal chance of contact with anything. It's all or nothing with you guys. You it know? is. It like, is. It was a good time though. It's I like mean, we're either alone in the woods. No, it is. Or we, I'm sucking gin out yeah, of some dude, we went, we went, Yeah, we went from like a <laughs> shitty cabin to like a five star resort. <laughs> it was fantastic. The cabin wasn't that shitty, though, to be well, honest. I, I mean, mean, it was not the five-star resort. In terms resort, of facilities, yeah. there's not a whole lot going on, r- no, going no, on no. up there. So you didn't stay at the Overlook, is what I'm hearing. No, no, no. I heard that's Charleston. a nice establishment. Yeah. Uh, ba- built on an ancient burial, Indian burial ground. You know, <laughs> My that, shoes like, this is are part of the tour. Oh, very good. Yes. There you yeah. Go. yeah. You're styling. Yeah. Like the rest of America. Are you mathing? He is. Look. Like, is Someone's got no. Nope, that's them, not an equation. That's not an equation. There we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, so okay. Getting, so a, all right, oh, we're narrowing in. Wow. Oh, There's only two things we don't know now. I would need That's paper crazy. because you've got to start moving things around. Like I, I couldn't like do that in my head. This well, is, I just, this I just is feel the like digital the canvas of the future. I can't. I feel like now. the number of I need, possibilities I need, like, that that canvas. string of you know numbers and sorry uh, numbers and stuff will be like it, that. That isn't enough tries. It is. I it's mean, just it, it, it's, I don't think like this. So. It's weird. Like how many have you got I, on the first try? Like I Wordle. Did the like the first try. I've never <laughs> gotten a Wordle in the first shot. Has anyone like? It doesn't. A nerdle? It doesn't like mathematically make sense that you would get a Wordle in one go. So I've gotten it in two a couple times nice. just by coincidence. But no, what's weird about Nerdle is that you um. It is uh, formulaic. Um, but, um, so there's only so many like realistic answers, and you can actually basically just jigger the numbers around. Mm. And, and specifically, it's the fact that there's signs involved. Okay. And the signs are pretty rigid in where they can go. So like, I was reasonably sure the only sign here was minus, because I know it's in here, and it has to be somewhere in this area. And it's probably not here. So it's like... It, it narrows itself down very, okay. very quickly, um, which makes it a bad game overall, but it's still entertaining. So I will continue to play it every once in a while like that. There we go. Got another third try. And there were three fours in that one. Wow. Yeah. David's not fucking around. Deceiving. Yeah. Unlike Wordle, terrible game. Wordle2.in. There we go. What's Wordle 2? What the shit is going on? There's six letters. Now there's six letters, which is actually easier because you can eliminate more letters faster. Yeah. So, you so what's, your, what's, in, your, like, what's your search? Oh, I, I mean, I haven't optimized for this. I've played it one time. All right, so. Search is a good one to start off search with. Search is okay. I like, there's specific letters I like to eliminate, like C. Yeah. Because C, C is a, um, 
it's a gateway letter. Yeah. It's attached to a lot of other letters. Yeah, yeah and there's, there's like, it distinguishes vowel combinations are very specific to Yeah, exactly, to yeah, and I like to get that out of the way. So let's go over the search here. Garbage, wow. Well, okay. well, there is an E in the word. There is an E, and that's literally all we got out of this. Um, so we're going to have to include that because we always play hard. I, I'm not one of these losers that goes back and just tries to eliminate letters. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, no. That's I, dumb. Who's, I'm, who's I'm strat- taking a bite of the apple yeah, every who's, time. Whose strategy never, is that? No, it's people who want to like perfect the process of playing this bullshit game. All right, so I do that. I I do like raise and pound are like my first two words always. Like I've, regardless I've, I've of forgi- what comes I up. I forgive you, but also fuck you for that. Uh, I hate you. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I hate myself. Yeah, and so. you should. It's okay because I realize like... People have different strategies when they play Scrabble, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but, you know, if you're not winning all the time, like, you should evaluate your strategies. No, I just don't... Nicole, I feel like, personally... I know that's directed towards me, so I, oh okay. no, it's not. Lou would feel the same oh. way because he's he's actually not a strong Scrabble player either. <laughs> strong Scrabble player, it's nice, very diplomatic. He's not in the room, you know. He won't listen to this, Lou. You fucking suck at Scrabble. In fact, uh, well, you know, you're still you're still better than me, probably. So. Notice epic how bad I am at Scrabble. Scrabble. Yeah, you're not. Challenged. You're not good at word games. No, Bar- I do all. I do, I've done all right, but like playing with paddocks in any word game, you're always setting yourself up uh, for failure. Yeah. No. There's no. Give me there's a, standards to uphold. Yeah. Around give here. me a. Give me a geostrategic bond bidding game. I know. I'm so glad yeah. I've played Twilight Struggle like twice because it's the only shit that I know about NATO. And yes. then like. So the first week of my life, I was ever interested in like wars, and I was looking Plenum. up wars last week, like and and then like a war started, and Russia started attacking people. It's yeah. perfect, just like, like Magic School Bus. Yeah. It's like Miss Frizzle, I want to learn about yeah. world wars. It's like I, let's yeah. start one now. <laughs> That's exactly so what it felt like. So what's it like living in your simulation that we're just figments of? Like that's what I'm getting from this. It's like the world is feeding me my interests. I mean, it's nice over here. Yeah. No, I've never been happier to be a... a, a, Days come and go. ...computer-generated Raytheon. uh, I feel like I'm just part of a little Raytheon chip. Raytheon? Aren't we all... They're probably doing okay. Yeah, they should be doing great right now. They keep wanting me to be a... Or Lockheed Martin specifically wants me to be a data analyst... Which I really don't want to do. I don't. No, that's like keep work. asking. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Also, why? Yeah, you don't want to like work for, you know. What mil- kind of mil- data are they yeah, analyzing? Military oh. industrial complex. If you don't have was, to, yeah, like, was, why live with that kind of guilt? I was uh, when I was working when I had quit pr- being a professor. Like the the couple like temp jobs I got, I was doing data curation. What does that mean? I'm not entirely certain. <laughs> I mean, they we, pay a lot of Indians to do that now. Yeah, so was, you got in under the wire. Yeah, it was like you know we were a lot of it was like organizing data, right? You have like, like a rake and you're just like pushing yeah, no, the words around. Like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> no, it's like, curating. You have shears. Oh, okay. and you, you prune the bush of data <laughs> into a nice shape. But it was a lot of it. Um, you know, was like you know finding out what data they needed and then like you know like helping them helping these people putting in the requests to like like find it like FOIA requests or some shit no no like um they had like one uh no it's not proprietary whatever um but they were like they wanted just bleep the shit yeah no they they wanted redacted yeah it was uh uh pricewaterhouse cooper they wanted like um 
they were getting requests to like analyze this um, data they'd received from like training programs that they were running. Okay. And they were like looking for like you know rates of satisfaction, rates of effectiveness in terms of like. And so we were like, all right, well, basically like helping. I think like analysts who would then like take like give them like pre reports on what they needed to like study to answer. Oh the shit! Question. I used to do that because I was overqualified for my admin job last time I used to work. I got crystal reports and I was like, oh, here's every single evaluation, everything they said, all like gathered and correlated, and here's a little score for everybody. And I print it out, and they're all like, wow, we have data. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's sad. My entire yeah. company is based on the idea that no one knows what to do with that kind of information. No, so, nobody knows what they're, they're yeah. like. They're like, that's great, and they're like, kind of scared. We're we're literally yeah. just like, we can turn your uh, data into answers. I don't know what they mean by that, but someone drew a line on a chart, and we're in business still. So I'm yeah. I'm assuming we do an okay job of that. Yeah. I have, um, as I'm too fond of saying. My personal job satisfaction has never been higher, and my confidence in my company's future has never been lower. So, mm. oh, oh you, my! It's because you're it's you're behind the you're behind the veil, you know. And like, well, and my job is to fix problems, and business is booming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a problem manager, and there's so many to fix. Ugh. It's just it's just an avalanche, and occasionally I have to tell someone. Uh, with a very important title that I would love to have because it sounds like they do even less work than I do. Yeah. Um, hey, um, we knew this was going to happen, and uh, you didn't. Uh, you did not provide the funding to fix it. <laughs> so we're not going to like play a nose game here. But we know who's at fault here. So this is better be the last meeting I have with you because <laughs> I don't want to have to. I don't have to like explain to you more plainly why this is your fault for not just giving the development team the money they need to do their job, but you didn't do that. So um, that's where I come in. And then I'm like, hey, this team should do this. Bye. I don't have the authority to tell them to do more than that. It's like we should really have a network guide that tells the customer that they know what they're doing, and we know what we're doing. Because we don't have one of those. <laughs> and then we have a meeting, and there's a kickoff, and they're like, this is a great idea. We're going to call a bunch of people. And then they have a second kickoff meeting two weeks later, once everyone is aware of the problem, which I had already sent out a proposal for, they could have forwarded, but they didn't want to do that. They had to have two uh, parties no, about no, it. No, yeah. No, you need no, you need SIGs. You need you need the individual <laughs> SIGs. You need people to you have to give it enough time. It has to stew long enough for the VPs of the company to be able to claim credit for coming up with the idea. Okay. So they have to like they have to like generate a new like miasma mm -hmm. around the problem that is functionally identical to what I recommended, but is like displaced enough in time that they can like suggest that it's their department's idea cuz my my job as i've discovered is essentially that i have to like i have to incept cons like i have to <laughs> incept ideas into departments and you love that movie no it's a great movie and it's just basically like like my job is to trick people into thinking that they have a great idea that i came up with and that they should really do that okay. like explain how our network works. All right. I, 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 all right. If I could, I got a, I got a business strategy for you. Okay. All right. All right. First off, 
we're going to do some thrift shopping in Vegas, right? Get some, you know, brighter colors with like some maybe like tan jackets and That's right, a we're going to color? have you open collar with the shirt collar over the jacket collar, okay? And maybe some nice you know, gold adorned slip on male shoes. Okay. I've never our, bought this. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hang on. Hear me out. Then we get you some plastic surgery to look like Tom Hardy. Okay? Oh, okay. And then when you're going to the people you have to incept, I don't even know what that means. I just want you to say, never be afraid to dream a little bit bigger, darling. Darling. Yeah. I think that, I think that's your, I might need the surgery to get that accent. That's right. <laughs> Whatever's possible. That might be. Yeah. We can get you an ac- day and age. Yeah. We can get you an accent coach yeah. or you can just watch a shitload of Tom Hardy movies. Yeah. Or that other guy, Eric Singer. Is that his name? I don't it's know. a great series. Eric he's, Singer? he's a dialect coach. Oh, really? Did a series on Wired. It's like, ask an expert kind of thing. And they tried to like spin this off as like a series with other things, but they accidentally started with him, and he's easily the most fascinating expert they've found. So they have like these, they have like 14 other topics. It's like, an expert breaks down like safe cracking in movies or like expressions, on, and none of that shit. So they, well, they've had Eric Singer on for like multiple other spinoff series from the one series that he basically kicked off. He's very good. I highly recommend his videos. Talks so about, you already have a dialect coach. I do. I, okay. what I, I was, I, I'm hoping not to need the surgery because <laughs> I'm hoping that 2022 can be one of my non-doctor years. As a, and as an American, I assume most Americans listening to this understand the well as the said, deductible premise. Also, of, since our healthcare system is years. healthcare system is failing, so it's better to have like as many off years as possible yeah yeah, yeah. you don't want to yeah you only want to pay the deductible once every like okay every well, five six in years. that case no ladders right like no ladders yeah okay for the no year. no i've got i have the staple gun i can do i can do ladder problems okay this is why so i need to listen back through where i heard this from it was like on an econtech episode but apparently there's a law that um you cannot build a hospital without getting permission from other hospitals in the area, which would explain wow. almost every problem we have with our <laughs> medical system, because that is the least, that is the most anti-competitive law I've ever even heard of. Yeah. So the thing that I was referring to here is called a certificate of need. They are necessary in apparently 35 states in the United States, and it doesn't look like they necessarily need to be signed off by hospitals uh, but there is just a general agency's component to it and as far as I can tell uh, proponents of these laws believe that they are keeping healthcare costs from exploding and no one appears to provide any evidence that that's true and in fact I don't even understand in a theoretical sense how they would think that's true so uh, yeah that's just some background on that but they're called certificates of need well, all of our hospitals in our area are all like the same hospital. I can imagine well, they, they two get or three networks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining they get sign off pretty easy for yeah. new hospitals. We got the Seventh Day Adventists. Yep. You got the the lunatics that run ORMC, and who else? Is that Nemours thing yeah, over Nemours. in Kissimmee or whatever the oh, fuck? Nemours. I thought they were like baby cancer or something. Are yeah, they like, maybe. Do they like do everything? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. How much money is there in causing baby cancer? Oh my. Oh, I just ask Raytheon. It seems terrible. Someone should look into that. But yeah, no, I don't know what my deductible is, and I'm hoping not to find out until 2023. So, if 
Fingers crossed. Well, good on you. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, you know, I'm drinking Maker's Mark with strawberries. Keep it balanced. Well, that'll keep the doctor away. I, I don't tell the doctor. My, my doctor sends me an email like every other week saying, we miss you. Please come in for a wellness <laughs> exam. And I'm not going to do that. Full body scan. Yeah, yeah I'm absolutely not doing How's that. How's that pain in your toe? Tell the opposite. I love all the data. Because you're like, oh, we do your yearly blood work or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, can we do this every six months? What? Can we, like, no. can you add this into the test now? And, like, now I've been having them add the antibody test just to see how much antibodies I have. Because if you're doing the fucking blood test anyway. I know. And then Lou said that I can put all these numbers onto my Apple Health. So i got to figure out how to do that. I'm, I would rather get slightly more in shape before doing that. It's my only concern because I'm hoping all those baseline. numbers will simply improve. No, got to have a baseline. I have a baseline. I feel like shit right now. So you got to know what those numbers are. Like there is no situation the where more data is the problem. I don't. That's <laughs> okay. Well, we have to have. I mean, I think it, I think there's a point of diminishing returns, but you, well, know. you know what I mean. I'm Some gonna, data is better than no data. I'm, I don't know about that. I have data that goes back years because it's all my blood work is through Quest, and once I linked it to my Quest account, I know. And then they have little graphs over time about yeah. like the direction your cholesterol is going. Twenty fourteen or something. So it's like, wow. Okay, my cholesterol is kind of fucked. Okay. Yeah. I'm still holding out for Theranos. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they'll look. That lawsuit is not settled yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the dream's no. still alive. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember. Elizabeth Holmes. There we go. That's yeah. Right. Oh, jeez. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I had to the look it up. I remembered her really name. Low. I couldn't remember her fucking company. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, what? Elizabeth Holmes. There knows. That's it. Now that's a girl boss right there. That's that's someone Something. who should have that is should have sunk the whole ship and just somehow it, it keeps rocking. She must have like gone to like a shaman or had like unlocked some sort of like pheromone technology. Because that she it, attracted that so bitch is, much. That bitch is putting on an act. No, right? that voice like, was so. She talks like this. You can tell she's trying to sound like then, she's got a low voice. It's so fake sounding. But like the 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 blatant. They call it a life hack. The blatant. <laughs> Steve Jobs ripoff, like dude is yes. even cold in the ground. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> bitch is like black turtleneck and jeans. <laughs> like I'm gonna show up and kick ass. Like unbelievable. And she's dressing for the Jesus. job she wanted. <laughs> well, I, but you know, I think she. But I, I, I just I don't know what I don't know what happened. I mean, it does seem though that she had this like, you know, approach of like fleecing you know older wealthier white men. And that seemed to go like really well for her, right? Like it goes all, well for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they it's got a the great money. Target yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for to con people out of money, I don't know who else you'd go to. Poor people. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, <laughs> we're not we're not Wall Street here. We gotta. Is Wall Street con poor people out of money? Is that a thing? Conning me out of money. Have you seen my Roth recently? No, I'm not Jesus legally allowed Christ. to do that. <laughs> oh, what, what can... is your what what is in your Roth? Um, not a lot, not anymore. Oh, yeah. okay. What is it nominal? I've got a, I got a fifteen percent position in uh, Apple. Uh, you know, I yeah, know, that's but I mean, doing fine. but you're not gonna be taking it out for a while. So there's time to ride this out. I just bought five five shares of Zscaler. It was as low as what it's the been. shit is Zscaler? <laughs> Web filters. What the fuck is a web filter? The future of the web. You know, like when filters. your company wants to make sure that you can't go like to porn sites or you can't go to whatever, like Facebook or social media sites, they 
implement a web filter and they say, okay, disable like or or, or block all drugs and guns topics and drugs so, guns. So and they have a master database that pretty much ranks every website out there and it says that this one it has to do with you know file sharing. So we have to block it because your company has disabled file sharing. And this so this so so you're investing in censorship. And Z scaler, no, security, and I'm taking a stand against that. Yeah, so it's Z, I'm putting even more money. Z into scaler, Apple yes. Z scaler, now. yes. All right, and how many contracts do they have with the People's Republic of China? Z I don't think they have any in China. They did have them in Russia. The zero trust. Oh, that's, a, that's exciting. Here we go. What's going on here? No, see, it's ten bucks more than when I bought it, though. The fuck is it? What? Yes, it's the lowest it's been. What the heck? What? Wait, go go to five days. Hang on, I need day. to know why, Ryan. It's behind. And Barron's is telling me they know. And it's behind a paywall, though. Of course it the is. The third quarter in April, Zscaler predicts earnings. Ellipsis. Uh, Continue reading this with the President's Day sale. Put it in the 12-foot wall site. $4 a month. Corporate and students. I'm part, I'm a corporation. Can I get a low-interest payment on a DeBaron subscription? I didn't even know this was still a company. I thought they went bankrupt. <laughs> no, those were Barons, not the company. Like, oh, okay. actual Barons yeah. in Europe. They went bankrupt, not the company Barons. Uh, they got apps yeah. and rankings. Look at all this required fields. They need my business phone. It's all about the they data. They need my job title. Your job function. They sweet, need my product of data. interest. I need the combo. I need the pretty version. <laughs> What's, but let's, let's check out job function to see. I'm so glad this is Positive, what diverted us. Unpositive. Is, yeah, I don't see organizing anywhere on there. <laughs> That's what, facilities. What about, hey, We're going to put that as facilities. What about, what about sticking slacker. it to the man? Do they have that one on there? No, you have to put that as a requirement. A requirement. Oh, oh, okay. oh, okay. There, I think we found why. Uh, uh, can I just sign my company up for this and get this? You got a, you got a company credit they card? They can't fire me for this, right? <laughs> They gotta have cause. Artificial intelligence, energy, gaming. What is data? Data's not even here. No respect for data. There's not even a D. <laughs> like dentist is. Like, they're like, oh, we ain't fucking they're selling those subscriptions they're, they're, they're and dentists. Not, they're not on the SMP. I would call it raw material. We work with the raw material of <laughs> relational databases, and we transform that data, that raw material, into the refined good I, that I is answers. Jesus Christ! I think that's still our slogan. <laughs> I, mean, that, I, I should. Uh, that's a Dilbert uh, ism. Our company is a Dilbert ism. Uh, what is what was what is saying? I do like this. Yeah, that is that is neat. What other analytics can't? Oh my god. Okay, I need to remind me to yell at someone about our logo. <laughs> Holy shit! Slash motto. What is? This is like word salad. What the fuck? Our old logo was stupid, but it made sense. What is? Hey, There's one thing I learned a long time today. ago was just to stay out of marketing's way. Yeah. Because at that point, I'm not responsible for all of their stupid decisions. Hi, Databot. I like Databot. How about one of these have questions? You, are you, you on a good relationship you, yeah, with Databot? Have you Databot in a meeting? <laughs> Do you guys go to, to like, uh, virtual happy hours? No, I know I know the actual... Da I know Databot's dad. Yeah, Daniel Databot. He's a good guy. No, it's... Gotta, we'll have to bleep that. Yeah, probably. There's going to be a lot of bleeping on this episode. Well, please provide a business email address for the rep. Don't worry, we value your privacy. Global privacy. That's oh, dude, they actually still use it. So 
We spent, at great expense, we got this baller font called Ridley Grotesque. Okay. And right. I use it on all of my documents. Okay. And it doesn't, it's not supported by most people's computers because it's like a custom yeah. font. So they don't have it installed. Yep. So it just shows up as like Arial or some shit. Okay. Um, it's called what again? Ridley Grotesque. Oh, that's a good name. It's so good. So- and it's so fat. It takes up so much space. It really does. Which is great. Cause okay, oh, pull is that it right it's there? It's important. That's no, it? this is it. It's got the elbow room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. What you type? David likes a font with elbow room. Well, I like I, the, I like that the C's almost look like like O's. It's so. Fun. I have to consult Frederick Brennan on this one. It's yeah. so chubby. I yeah. love it. I yeah, love this C- font. Your C's are like eighty five percent O's. Not since um, Verdana. Has a font been quite as imposing or arrogant? And I'm all about it. So I don't know who invented this font. I should go find them. Cross border processing. Bleep that. I'm amazed. We, I'm amazed we even have a section for this because this is a problem I'm literally dealing with right now. Is that we're do we and just make sure there's a paper trail and then email me at. Um, no, I don't have to bleep that out. I'll have to bleep that anyway, because this is a first names only podcast now. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's exciting. I've never been to the front page of our website, so well, um, cross that off your bucket list. I know. How lo- large is this Done. company, or should I not ask? We got like eight thousand employees. Okay, we're like a billion. We're like a billion dollar a year kind of company. Are y'all publicly You're traded. Beat? All right. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're we're like we're, we're like an actual company. We're trying as hard as we can not to be, but like you well, know, we're this sounds like an exciting investment opportunity. <laughs> I, I would have recommended that um, three months ago, but that would have been insider trading, according to people who know something. Well, luckily, there's no there's no <laughs> record of us engaging. No, I know. I- Cut this whole section. That's what I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally was thinking the same thing. Just cut this whole part out. You you bastard. <laughs> no, I This is the opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> no, it it fucking No, we had a good fourth quarter. And I knew Son that going bitch. in. I would have bought like four shares. That's all I could have afforded. And you're like, Ryan makes no money. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ryan. They're gonna they're gonna track me down on the four shares you're gonna buy. I just started Mother getting fucker. shares as you know, as part of like a bonus last year. And here's the interesting thing about it. So they start you up with this this are these shares or options? They're shares. Oh cool, okay. So and they're not fuck they're actually like they're shares. They're, yeah, they treat yeah. you like a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um you're gonna ble- you're gonna cut all this out anyway. Uh, no, I'm yeah. going to very artistically. Wait, yeah, we're actually it. live streaming. The- <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Don't worry, we got to. We got to. This isn't anything sensitive. But what's interesting is they give you. Let's say they give you 50 shares, right, or 100. Doesn't matter. Uh, you have to pay the taxes on those shares, right? Right. And even if you have money in the account that they're gonna, play, you know, this, like in the little trading account, in the trading account, right? Yeah. You have some funds in there that you can play with. Well, even if there's some liquid in there, they will not take the taxes out of it. They will simply dock the number of shares they give you equivalent to the value of the tax. So let's say you have 15%. So if I get 100 shares, I'm only getting 85. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And that's so, bullshit. Yeah. It's weird. 
It it's is weird because yeah, like he had like I don't actually have any opinions on that. He had like so many shares, and then he had like less shares, and he's like, "What are they disappearing? Like, what's well, going you, on?" Well, then someone told. Well, they, they, yeah, was, then they explained. This well, someone thing. explained it that that they take taxes out if they don't have money in the account. Good job. Now Dave. that's that's that's, that's good. a goddamn guess right there. I'm gonna share this. So, <laughs> David. No, no. Sorry, David. So, do you, do you, can you Thank opt you. in or out of this like shares? I think I, I don't know if there's Share options. I, I didn't. Oh look yeah, into there's that. there's all that bullshit. I, I mean, every company's different, right? They just started it with this one. Do they not use like Fidelity or something for that? It's a uh, Schwab, Schwab account. account. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's only four companies. Yeah, that do and they're this, all so. like terrible customer service wise at this point. I mean, I'm pretty sure Fidelity hasn't had an employee since the 90s. <laughs> so I don't, I've seen no evidence of it. They, so. they did have the least amount of law of federal fines and crimes that of a like okay. a big that's four probably because that they at. that's because they have so few employees. That's because their name is something they stamp. <laughs> <laughs> In their company that consists of a CEO and a CFO, and that's it. Yeah. But when I was looking up for, like, my, I was like, who am I going to go with? And it was like, well, you know, we should burn Wells Fargo to the ground. So I Absolutely. can't, yeah, I can't yeah. do that. And then I was like, Schwab and, um, you know, some other ones. And I was like, Fidelity. And they're like, you know. Like, my 401k used to be in Fidelity. But now it's in. Like I said, there's four. Schwab. There's like the. No, that was not in Schwab. Ameritrade, it's in a different way. A different E-trade. one. Empower. Oh, it's weird. Power. That oh, that's like a retirement account thing. That's different. So they, they've, changed it, yeah. they've changed it every couple of years, to be honest. So. That's that's like, yeah, that's like some work. company that's like managing your 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 401k account. That's yeah. a little bit different. But that's what I have to log into yeah. to check it. You know? Yeah. I got my pension information in. Oh, so did I. As well. I got it in two days ago. Oh, nice. Pension for what? Yeah, so well, uh, job. My, the job I work for... Uh, and you're vested after three years. Oh. So all I gotta do is ride out for another two. I gotta live another two years. Oh shit! And I'm retiring. Nice. Because I'm going in three. Uh, How does it feel? Oh, do I? I get a pension from a company that I worked at in my twenties. That right before I moved here, I was working at a bank, small bank, uh, small town bank in up in Massachusetts. Only had like nine branches or something, and they. I didn't know this because I was kind of ignorant to all of this at the time, but, you know, they had this pension thing and, you know, all of this other stuff. And so I think it was a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. I, can't, I don't remember exactly how. I don't know. I kept giving you, you kept, you started getting statements from them. And I was yeah, like, but it call, was like out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, call them because I think you have money in a pension account. I did. And, that you don't know what's going and I, on. And I only put, I can't remember what, what the number was, to be honest. And it wasn't like five grand maybe? Like total, because I was like 24 or something. Right. And I was not making a lot of money. I think it was making $36,000 a year. So it was like, you know, and I only worked there for three years. So yeah. I really didn't have to like contribute all that much. But now it's like way more than that. Yeah. It's been twenty years or so, <laughs> and, it's, and it's just really funny because you know you see those charts of how like if you invest a thousand dollars now, yeah. and in like thirty years, put it all in Raytheon, it's you all could, like you you know, this boat. much. Yeah. yeah. You could buy a boat with it. Yeah, you could boat. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, look, Luke, there's no boat. better investment <laughs> than a boat. Remind me to never take financial <laughs> advice from Ryan. <laughs> What are you talking about? I just I, look. I I I, dude, I didn't buy. Dude, how many Marxists are on that shirt that you're wearing? Oh my god! One, two, three, five. I got a handful <laughs> of Marxists on my shirt. I'm seeing one Marxist. What? 
Well, well I mean, the guy in the middle is clearly a Leninist. He's a Marxist Leninist. That's why you got to he's an M, and then you got MLM. No, no, it's no, it's a synthesis. The guy between Marx and Lenin is the Marxist-Leninist, and then you got a Stalinist and a Maoist. Maoist, yeah, yeah. I don't think Mao. How much did Mao actually like attribute to the Engelbert School? So, uh, you know, not much. But on his own theory, he did a lot. Like, and so, you know, it is surprising uh, the amount of like ideological legwork that a lot of a lot of their writings go into and like i think like a lot of them because like you know like stalin um in his writings which are very the crazy thing is is they're fucking readable like if you read like lenin and stalin and um you read like non-theory of Mao, so like the big ones on Mao are like on on, on contradiction and on practice you know they're the dialectical reasoning uh is not like linear reasoning or you know it's not like you know it's very uh kind of like roundabout and um you know, it focuses on contradiction as a philosophical concept. And so it's like, just requires you to like, think a little bit differently, right? Like it, it, it refuses to, and to distinguish and separate through its analysis, right? Like this is this, this is that we're going to define terms, right? So you take like this, like approach in philosophy and, you know, you define your terms and this is that, this is not that. And, and that is not this. And then we reason from there, right? Like dialectical, like reasoning requires it it refuses to you know break the bonds of interconnectedness right and so a lot of like you know there's there's a lot to suggest that like you know stalin and mao's writings were like you know done by a kind of like a committee or so right like you okay. have help let's just say like we all need in life you yeah. know when you're like you know um extricating the chinese from your country you know like you know like it take a little bit to write some theory but then i got like an actual thing i'm doing uh, look, it was a, lot, look, it was a, a tough decision, but Mao had to do it. He had to kick the Chinese out of his country. No, it, oh, Chinese. It's Japanese. Sorry, I meant Japanese. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, but yeah, so... Um, but it's, it's surprisingly readable. And, you know, his... I think the, the best development of, right, like, philosophy as Marx would understand it, right? The, world, uh, the point of philosophy is not to understand the world. The point is to change it. And so Mao takes this up and... You know, a lot of his philosophical writings are about about application, and I think that's what is very fucking useful about like thinking of him as a philosopher and a theorist, um, because he won. Like, and this is I think that people like tend to like forget is that like he won, he didn't lose, okay. he won, and so when you're thinking like, well, man, you know, like this guy like accomplished things, right? Like maybe there's something that one mm -hmm. could learn from this, right? And it turns out that I think that you can. I think that there is a lot. In his approach to politics, in his approach to, you know, uh, military theory, in his approach to organizing a political movement, um, and once again, I would say this because he won. <laughs> so, um, but his stuff's really readable, readable, and when you like get what you know, because even for me, like, and I'm like a lefty, quote air quotes around the microphone, right? Like, uh, even for me, it was like an intellectual reach to like. I'm gonna like read Mao, you know. I'm gonna yeah. like, read Stalin. I'm gonna read Lenin, and um, no, it was. Uh, it, it's not what they tell you. It is like that's the thing, right? Like more you know, readable than you think. Yeah, it's not. It's not what the CIA tells you. And I think when you look at it from a perspective of, of like you know these Lenin, Stalin, Mao, like they were the winners. Uh, they won. Um, and I, you you know not right, respect or whatever, but I fucking respect them. But. I think you have to, when you, if you say you're, you have like, I have an open mind about things, right? Like, I think that's a better way to approach it. Um, 
Yeah, it's fucking interesting. I'll Does be, Kissinger yeah. fit into this mold? No, but I see. I defend Kissinger as an intellectual. Uh, uh, I you know. Like, I know you do. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. and this is like, man, like people got fucking shit to talk, and I'm like, look, I'm not judging. Like, I am judging him like morally <laughs> on his actions, absolutely. But once again, like Kissinger is a winner. Like fucking dude made it, and he got there, and like you know. Do you have a, Do you have a shirt that's like this where Kitchen, Kissinger's in the middle? It's with... just him and Nixon. No, he has a terrible propaganda department, right? Like there's so little <laughs> pro Kissinger, you know, paraphernalia out there, and it, that's upsetting. It's because like, people don't like him. <laughs> I know. You start a line. No, oh, totally. Yeah. No, kiss me. There kiss me on Kissinger. No, or, there are there are a lot of very powerful people that like Kissinger. They're just all dorks. Yeah. <laughs> like. They're all Defense Department people. Oh, Jesus. They're Bob Gates. Yeah. No, you know, and, I, and I say the same thing about Prince von Metternich. You know, like we got to have more Metternich love in the chat. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm clearly in the minority of that. But did you wear this shirt to the picket? No, this, I had to shower. I was fucking. Okay. I was working. I was in the heat. I was. Uh, it's gotten hot here. Right. It well, was. Yeah. Not no, hot yeah, where no, I was last week. No, it's not acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, no, it got summer. Ryan, yeah. what, what was your uh, what was your picket drip? Also, before I forget, we need to count. How many converts do you have this week? Oh, I got... Uh, oh, the same was a uh, rough week. Um, but if I count... I, got only, I only got six members this week. A little light. That'll be reflected in the tip. Yeah, anyway, so what were you rocking... At the picket. So week. I, we were there was the IWW said so my 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 the owning class and the working class have nothing in common shirt. So you know you have to make sure you do that. Um, and how can I frame this in the most aggressive way possible? Do they do they comp that shirt? Do no, they no, give you no. that? No, no, but it is union made. So oh, okay, yeah, so it's least, like forty five dollars. I mean, I'll be honest, their shipping department not terrible. Right? Okay. Got it to me in like four days, so okay. yeah, I was okay. impressed. Because uh, just you know from internal work with the IWW, some things. Take a lot longer than four days to get you when, yeah. you, when you get, when you need them, um, but uh, yeah. So how can I put like I said? How can I put this in aggressive? We were picketing a minority-owned small business in Eatonville, a vegan eatery. Uh, Lightspeed canceled. Yeah, oh, canceled another. This up. is like your second vegan eatery picket. Yeah, it turns out like wow, those people are fucking scammers. If you if you if a, if a business touts a progressive business model, run the other way, workers. I'm telling you, like they, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. And Lou says as a former vegetarian. Yes. Yeah, I can't get. Well, in, I mean, look who owns Whole Foods, and you know when you start looking behind all of these weird, I don't know, oh, yeah. health. Uh, anyway, REI, yeah, REI turned out to be like big anti-union assholes. Yeah, and uh, turned out it's a little strong. REI sells to a lot of conservatives, so yeah. it kind of makes sense. So I can't obviously get into specifics, but I can say that um, she fired her workers illegally for organizing, mm. and um, yeah, now now uh, now she's got to pay. Like you can't you can't break the law. Um, and in labor, uh, the one weird thing is that it isn't great at like restorative justice in any sense of the word, but, nope. um, there is a way in which the burden of, of bringing complaints and seeing them through is not placed on the workers. Okay. Right. So, you know, you're like, well, why don't you go to court? And it's like, well, cause you got to like pay up front and, and if there's no money involved, then you don't you, like justice is not available to you if you do not yeah. have money or time. Yeah. And in the labor system, you know, when, when someone violates your labor rights, you do have a recourse to that. Um, and it is not one that places the either of the, uh, it places, it does not place the money burden, it does place the time burden on you, but it doesn't place the money burden on you. 
And, well, you're uh, not working now. Uh, and, indeed, that was the problem. And that was kind of like what it was oddly people were like, like, get a job. And it was like, well, they were fired. Like, I don't know, you know, like, and of oh, course. Oh, no, people are so, I started following, well, I started following the anti-work Reddit, subreddit. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a big split off. And now I follow the work reform. And I'm not going to get into that. But I see a lot of these, <laughs> like, these complaints about, like, working in conditions that, like, come up constantly. And it's just fucking god i forgot where i was going with it but man it's like the fucking problems like are just like of all these companies i mean all they need to do is pay people better and like most of these problems would go away yeah absolutely or stop defunding a welfare state that would also provide the vast majority of those things this is one of those i i don't want to be too much entirely just a brunig head but i do think philosophically that just the premise that you, every job that someone hates doing mm-hmm. should in fact either not exist or be compensated Stated appropriately better. yeah exactly and the only way that it seems viable to accomplish that is to simply make the floor high enough mm-hmm. that the companies have to entice the employees yeah that's that's I don't. I don't see any other yeah. end game. Yeah, there. but yeah, like these, the, all the stupid people don't want to work. Things like ugh, it just—it's such a like frustrating and like short-sighted perspective on like this work system that is just like so fucking abusive to so many people. Well, I mean, and I'll you know I'll I'll out myself as the conservative I am. I think about eighteen percent of the population should be employed at any given time. I don't really <laughs> think there's any excuse to have everybody else like a lot of people are just getting in the way you know it's fine i'm fine but then you have to pay them to stay at home i am totally okay look look. listen i think that's great pay people to stay at home and then i pay my taxes quite happily knowing that they go to missiles that are being shipped into ukraine right now like well those are the good guys yeah No, for Jeez. once, yeah. this week, this week only, my taxes are going where I want them to go. That is so exciting. I know. It is sort of exciting. 90 tons of lethal wow. aid. Wow. Yeah. I know. I've, man. Quote, unquote. It's been crazy. Well, so. It's but, been a ride. It's been a ride so far. Geez. Yeah. Oh, before I wake we get up that. at 2 in the morning, like, every night now to see if, like, Zelensky's still alive. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Can you fucking imagine Dude's what got, he feels like right now? Dude, 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 dude's got balls of steel. He's okay. got balls and He got spunk. that job yeah. because he was a comedian playing the president on TV. He, he <laughs> is like a... It's like a, Donaghy. He got, <laughs> he got elected. No, he dude, he's a, your age. I like, know. Yeah, like Donaghy's like, like an old school yeah, guy. Like, dude, that guy's your age. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean... I, <laughs> You know, I know it's not necessarily like, um, I don't know, I, I fall into this shit and I pick a side and I get all into it and I'm like all over Twitter and I'm fucking liking shit and I'm sharing shit for no fucking reason because nobody looks at my shit, <laughs> but I'm just into it because yeah. it's, and, and I'm not saying that it's, you know, diminishing what's happening at all, but um, yeah, it's crazy. You get into it and, I, and I'm all in, like on the Zelensky thing, I think he's a total badass so far and... I'm like anxious to hear what he's got to say the next time he's got to say something. I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. Let me hear what this dude's got to say. If it's staged or if it's fake, I, you know, whatever 
I don't know. I'm no, not like there, I said, but... they are building the Ghost of Kiev movie yeah, starring Tom Hardy. Yes. Like, it's it's writing itself whether it's actually happening or not. Like, the that. mythos is already there. Look, if someone has an option of the rights for it yet, they yeah. already option the rights for that <laughs> fucking, like, what, the, the Bitcoin heist? Oh, yeah. God. oh the razzle razzle trip. They're already, they're already they're already storyboarding that, and True we don't even know what the hell though. happened yet. Yeah. True and not had a good podcast about that. Oh, whole situation. God, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so yeah, so six members and a picket, and it uh, how'd it go? Yeah, so it went well. We had um, local groups come out at the local DSA, um, Real Orlando, which is a, Re- a revolutionary educational league. Um, uh, God, oh, God damn! Uh, yeah, Mangrove Collective, who is made up of the um, a lot of the dandelion workers that we organized with. You know, when they had their shop, sh- shop shut down for unionizing, you know, they really, you know, really impressively like had a, an idea for a you know a cooperative and not like an REI cooperative, right? But like an actual workers cooperative, okay. and have been working incredibly diligently over the last eighteen months to bring that to a reality. And so they were out there in support, and then we had some other folks just from the community come by oh, and. Cool. Um, Right, so when you, when you have like a small scale picket like this, right? Like the whole goal is to, you know, we call it the happy warrior, you know, happy warrior mentality, right? Like it's it's waving, it's engaging, and then, you know, we want to talk to customers, and uh, the best thing you can do is like put them in touch with the worker, and then the workers just explained, uh, they they tell the truth, mm-hmm. and you know there is, um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of, of freedom that can come from that as well, and. Um, you know, we don't, you know, we don't use the B word, right? Like we don't like, you know, say that like people shouldn't go and, and, and proffer the business or anything like that. Like that's their decision, but nonetheless, right? Like, um, boycott. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, right, yeah, right, I can't right, use yeah. the B word. We don't, I cycle through a lot of them. I couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right. Like it's not us to, cause the workers didn't want it. Right. Like it wasn't the intention, right? Like they have a mechanism in place through the law that they can redress their grievances from. Right. Like it wasn't okay. like. You know, they don't want to like destroy this person, but they do want her to be held to account for the violation of their how, labor rights. How yeah. often do boycott? Uh, I mean, I guess it's a two prong question. How often are boycotts called for, and how often are they effective? Because they don't seem to be that effective as a tactic. No, and it has more to do with the mentality of like Americans in general, right? Like that's what you're I was basically saying. telling them not to consume. The con- and they well, and the yeah. concept of the yeah. sale is so ingrained. Like yep. I could see yeah. a boycott making sense back in the 1900s when like the concept of like market fluctuations was mm-hmm. not so ingrained in like because. It's literally a tool of business that things go on sale yep. and that people are looking for deals. They literally fired a VP at JCPenney because they tried to like eliminate the sale model. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. that's just and like burned fly. into everyone's yep. brain. Like it just the boycott concept. It's like when they say it's like boycott Amazon Prime Day. It's like I the message is so muddled there. I right. just don't see that mattering. No, and it doesn't like and for the workers as well, right? Like. It is. It, I know it's a w- weird idea, right? But like, <laughs> the the call for the type of dignity and 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 the living they want to make. This is the thing. Like, people don't like people don't mind working. Like, you got to work, and everyone's like, that, well, I that's what I mean. It. Yeah. Like, but people don't want to be fucking exploited. Yeah. And also, right? Like, they you know, like like the job at Amazon, right? Like, tough, difficult, underpaid, right? But like, like you said, like if people are willing to be compensated for this strain and difficulty and stress. 
they can, you know, and you know, just like a couple of weeks of vacation a year, yeah. I can like fucking do something with that. The boot isn't on my throat for the rest of everything else in my life. Like I'm willing to work hard. Yep, and people also want to like do their job without being like having someone looking over their shoulder all the fucking yep. time. Yep, and like it, that's that's all people want. <laughs> no, and I like. I mean, I I don't work at a union shop myself, but I do what I can in my individual capacity as someone who who is like carving out a lifestyle within the company where it's like I'm not like if you send me an email I get four hours to answer it. <laughs> I'm not answering it immediately. If you send me a Teams message it's gonna be at least half an hour. David, what's your what's your team's status? Do they have like chat statuses on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's okay. always it's, away. It's away, always. <laughs> always away. Always away. away. Do you have I never want to advertise someone to say hi to me. Well, but I do you have that. chumps that are like not away at any point? Of course. Losers. No, no, no. There's They're people that are available. I mean, I'm available sort of by default while my laptop's on, but it it just like the the basic the basic mentality, there's this stupid little American brain virus where people joke about being busy all the time and it causes them to be busy all the time in a way that makes them miserable and, and it's really doesn't help. No, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Like no but I'm I'm convinced that no one puts in more than four good hours of work a day at a white collar job. Like you just don't you don't have the time to do it. Like everything is anything beyond that is support. It's like low level shit. And I just, like, I want people to stop pretending like they're getting things done all the time. I want them to be more discreet. This is why I have this con I have this conflict with Jacob all the time about the hourly wage. I think I'm hugely in favor of salaried work because salaried work allows you to build objectives. Mm -hmm. And you can have you can have some specific fulfillment requirements like i'm going to get this done and you're going to pay me to get this done and it doesn't matter how long that takes mm -hmm. or what effort i have to put in my job becomes doing that as efficiently as possible and hourly work does the opposite hourly work yeah. encourages you to figure out how to cheat yeah and i sp and the problem is the kind of cheating is backwards. It's a it's a cheating where you're trying to make things take more time or seem to cost more in materials or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas in my position as a salaried employee, um, I am my job is to get my work done, like in a form that my boss finds uh, is either at or exceeding expectations in as little time as possible. Yeah. Because I don't like stop stop wasting my time. I can use that time for other stuff. Like literally, yeah. even even recovery time is good for the company because I do better work if I'm recovered. Yes. Like it's it's just that that's that brain bug. Yeah. Is just it it is causing like genuine harm. And actually, I will give my company credit for all the bullshit they do on like a, a revenue basis. My company does seem to have acknowledged that, and they're giving us way more holidays than they used oh, to. Oh, that's good. And they've also done a moratorium on meetings on Friday afternoon. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. So they're, like, inching in this direction. It feels like they've, like, read some of these studies. Because um, I, you know, I I do feel like I'm in a captured system. Like, I do, I, the, the revolution post-2020, I'm not, I'm not seeing a path mm -hmm. forward for that. So if, but if we're gonna have to work within the system we have, it is in fact possible. I don't, I don't see it as like capitalism with a human face. I think that's an idiotic premise. But capitalism can at least be a little more self-preserving. 
<laughs> You'd think so, but unfortunately, <laughs> it just has drivers in it that ref- that refuse to that that can't fucking mis- deny itself an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just can't. You need you need people like you or from the outside or people like me from the inside to just literally just call it out. Yeah, when it happens, it's. It, I mean it. You know, we talk about oppression, <laughs> and you know, like, and it's, but even like, you know, I don't know, we've probably talked about this before, I don't know if on mic or whatever, but like, the, you know, the fact that we have so little, you know, language around, around like politics and power, you know, outside of our working lives, right? Like, we mm-hmm. just, we, we as Americans have no language to describe or think about it in, as our working lives, as if, it, it, as, as, the, as to like analyze it as we would like, you know, a dis, you know what Congress is doing or something like that. We just we don't see it in those terms, and that's what was like. That's was you know my radicalization was like, you know, I tried to exert power in my workplace, and you find out very fucking quickly what what your boss has power over, yeah, and and how they are willing to use it over you, and. You know, is there a specific job you're thinking of? Yeah, so I was organizing at Valencia. Okay, and you know, it is it. it there, there were intimidation tactics. There were, um, you know, we were getting like we'd get like security called on us. You know, we would we would have like room requests delayed or denied for no reason. And you know, uh, and then there was like the wider element of their bureaucratic, you know, prolonging the bureaucratic process of securing the election to where it was just like continual and endless and um and we still fucking beat them like they still <laughs> couldn't fucking they're win. still out of practice yeah and like they, they've been winning for so long they don't know how to fight back it is it is if they had taken four years of that energy and just like paid people a little better it would have gone away like that's the insane <laughs> yeah. thing is that like yeah. they're because it but like t- it is control like mm-hmm. it is, it is nothing more than that. And these are people, and these are agents of a value system and an institutional logic that require that they are incapable of stepping back from and asking, like, is this how we should be doing things? It is surprising how little <laughs> actual creativity and critical thinking happens at this. They just, I mean, we're we're we sit across from these people in bargaining, and we ask them like. How do you decide who you're going to what what professors you're going to hire on full time for the next upcoming year? And they can't they they, they Pick can't them out answer. Of the hat. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. They, that, it might as well have been that. Or yeah, uh, it's black box logic, right? Yeah. Like you know, like well, it's so complicated. It's a it's a process. And like, yeah, they trust people pro- sit in a room and they just pick names. That's exactly what that's exactly what it is. They said yeah. we get in a room yeah. and we talk because they can't ex- describe the process because there is no, no pro- process. Yeah. Yeah. they just like, sit yeah. there and arbitrarily go. Oh, I like you know these great. He did this class and he's really good. No, like, trust the process is a very interesting phrase because generally speaking, the process was never defined. It's like a Hayekian footpath mm-hmm. that people just trod down and that became the like that that is what they're calling a process like they meant that to happen yeah and the fact that it has not ended the institution is sufficient grounds to keep doing it yep um, and there's no they can't see a way out of it they no they're and they're and but more importantly there's no because people invest themselves in it and that is that's one thing i will say that it is shocking is is i thought I thought these people were more cynical 
mm-hmm. and it finds out that like if you're like half smart, you can't be cynical about what you do. And a lot of these people are like half smart, you know, like I'm, they're bright, you know, yeah. but like, do they have wisdom, insight, mm. creativity? No, yeah, they're no. they're fucking half smart, and they what they make up for in it is fucking doggedness and a convincing of themselves of, as being true believers. And this is what the same, I mean, at a small level, when you run a vegan cafe, it's the same fucking mentality. Like it doesn't scale. Like they, <laughs> they, they, they sell themselves an idea of themselves and an idea of what they're doing. And even if you have to kill a few fucking baby seals or you have to push and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars of public money fighting a union organizing campaign, <laughs> or you have to, you, you fucking emotionally abuse and exploit your crew of fucking t- early 20 something people who yeah. thought they believed in what you were, the mission of the vegan yeah, eatery was who, who just care about animal rights and needed a job. Yeah. And they take that and they fucking, they, they betray themselves at the same time of t- while, while telling themselves like, what, what the the I embody the ethos of what yes. I have put myself under, and nobody. I mean, it is that's what's so. That's why Gordon Gecko can't be like a real person, you know, like because like he's so nakedly <laughs> ambitious, so nakedly atavistic, and in in reality, like you know, it, <laughs> like even someone who's bad at it, like Donald Trump, still succeeds. <laughs> like that's what's so shock. It, it, it and I am struck and it has what has made me like anti-capitalist right like it has really and i'm not saying that there are like you know other other systems that you know don't have the problems but i think that this has a, a really really bad fucking effect on people i think it is i think it, and just on my own self after 20 years of living in it i i i, I can't not unsee what i've or unlearn what i've learned <laughs> um i just can't do it and more importantly because you know like I don't like, I won't lie to people. Like I yeah. won't fucking, I won't, I won't intentionally harm others to get ahead. Um, I w- and, and more importantly, rationalize it to myself that I'm, that's not what I'm doing or that it is, it is, it is, it is, it is that, but it is something else. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So what's interesting is there are, there are specific like industrial divides there, but the vast majority of companies despite the impressions that Gordon Gecko and Donald Trump have given, um, in most of the major businesses, being that cutthroat does, in fact, impede your ability mm-hmm. to get what you want. Right. Because you do, in fact, have to work with other people. Yes. So the, and it's so obvious. It's one of, the, it's one of my favorite things that uh, Jocko Willink um, harps on all the this time. This is the second time someone's mentioned to me, the guy to me. So oh, wow. okay, in, yeah. in the last how long? Like last seven hours. So he's, yeah. he's a popular guy. Okay. I do. I, I is he the freedom I, through discipline guy? Or yes. Something yes. Like that? Yeah. Okay. He's discipline equals freedom. And, and what is it? The uh, yeah. the something ownership. Well, extreme, 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 oh, yeah, ownership. Yeah. extreme ownership. Extreme ownership. Yeah, that ownership. was the book. Yeah. That's his book. No, I. I mean, I have. I have. I have bones I'll to pick. I'll send you a clip in the fight club later. I, I have. I have bones to pick with him. Like. On a like a material basis, but like philosophically, I'm I'm perfectly aligned with him. I like I like most of what he has to say about this kind of stuff. But it um, it the idea of simply attempting to get ahead through some sort of like cynical power grab. Mm-hmm. If you can't develop coattails for other people to want, basically, uh, if you 
Hey, hey, it's okay. Shut it. Leopold. Can it. You're barking at your reflection. There's literally no oh, dog I there. Heard, like, maybe Jacob. That's no, possible. No, maybe like a shot. I oh. have cracker back. That, that's in a corporate environment, you will not succeed. Right. You have to develop an environment around you where people actually want to elevate you. Right. And this, this does occur in most companies. One of the only places it doesn't occur is in small business. Because right. small businesses don't have the developed, matured hierarchy. As corrupt as it gets in a large company, it gets the, the maturity... Of the corruption in a large company means that it has a social fabric to it, yeah. where where people do not, people will not lift up their fellow, their coworkers, if they don't think there's a reason to do so. It has to be self-interested, and the only way for you to get promoted is for it to be in the self-interest of someone above you. Right, and you can't do that cynically. Yeah, because if you do that cynic again, if you're just looking out for number one. That doesn't work. You have to be a small business tyrant for that to work. Yeah. Or Steve Jobs. Uh, there's a, there are a couple of options. There's, there are some places you can get away with it, but they're very small in character. Right. Um, and otherwise, but, but of course, you know, the businesses that you're talking about, what is the largest, what are the largest businesses that SEIU and IWW work I do, You know, they're completely different animals, right? SEIU fucking, you know, they fucking unionized, like, Las Vegas, right? Like, you know, like, they take on, like, fucking, uh, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they handle big shit, and, um, but they've got the resources to do so. I think, I don't know, by members, they got, we got shitload, over two million plus members spread throughout all the locals, right? Like, okay. a massive organization, and, you know, we've got, you know, home care workers and, you know, um, you know, service workers in massive organizations and in different cities and states as well, so... You know, it's a huge, it's a huge endeavor. The IWW, right? Like, it's tough because you know, we when you take a different model, which is worker led, you know, that is tough to scale, right? And it is, but it is also so radically different than everyone than most people's experiences, right? Like, you know, true collaboration, true, you know, true groups of people working towards consensus to define and plan for and execute actions, right? Like those things are difficult when you're not shoehorned into a process um, that has these things kind of like preordained for you. And that challenge is just difficult for normal, like normal ass people. Like it was difficult, difficult for myself doing it the, 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 the more corporate or, you know, the more business union model that we have, right? Like that was even more challenging, even though like the staff was doing 80% of the legwork, right? Like it was still a challenge to... Um, you know, participate in, in a type of democracy where you're going to people, you're winning, you know, you're talking to them about the plan to go. And at the end of the day, you get a commitment from that person to like, we're going to do this together. And then like a lot of the organizing kind of like stops at that point. Cause really all we need is like to convince you to like join us. I remember and then, like, yeah, we got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got <laughs> this. All right. Like, well, see you in six months or some shit. Right. Like vote Tammany. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. But the IWW, right. Like we don't let it go from there. Right. Like it, you know, participation matters and it, it, it the success of what we're trying to do relies on your participation. And so that's like going to meetings and like being an active member yeah. and being present, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we, the, the legitimacy of this requires buy-in from the group and like, not like, and, you know, um, in a consumerist society, my buy-in stops when I 
complete the objective you're trying to get me to do. So yeah. card, vote in the election. You know, I'll see you, I'll see you in a year for in the next sale, right? Like yeah. um and that is that's that's the philosophical divide with with what we're talking about the salary versus it's it's the punch in punch out mentality. You have to like I in my job almost everyone that I'm working with doesn't punch in and punch out. Yeah. Like they are they're the kind of people that just obsess over things over any amount of time. Like project managers do not get to just stop being project managers. Right. So the group that I'm the group that I am working with, I am basically I, I am sort of philosophically their union rep because mm-hmm. what I do is I I go on phone calls with them without their boss on the phone mm-hmm. and I serve as an anti-attritive measure. Yeah. And what's the, and the thing is what you do is inherently more noble because the people that you are defending have far less recourse than these people. These are highly skilled like the people I'm working with are highly skilled individuals, but it's weird how self-destructive that is mm-hmm. where where the company like I, you know, we'll 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 just fucking hemorrhage these highly skilled employees because we're not like satisfying their demands and it's not entirely on the company. These employees have been trained to just shut up and do the job. No one ever fucking listens to them. So if someone actually bothers to like figure out what's wrong, figure mm-hmm. out where the rough spots are, how to make the job easier or faster, it, like the company, like it, it's so weird the way that I like feel that it's it's literally like we're doing. I'm doing them a favor. Like I'm doing the company a favor by making the jobs of all the people I work with easier. Right. Um, and it does it in some cases. It literally doesn't cost the company any more money. Like it's literally free. They just don't care. No one was assigned yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't it's technically. Not, it's assigned. not part of the process, David. No, it's not. And I and literally, it's not really part of my current job. I just have this consciousness because. I'm friends with Ryan here, but it's also that I think about that all the time. But it, is it also? Do you have like one of those things where like just like you, it, the dysfunction drives you crazy, so you can't help but like fix it. Oh no! I mean, is I, that like? Oh yeah! No, I'm always I'm a UX guy. Yeah, he's this, not lacking for work. Is that what? You're no, no, no. I'm a, I'm a workaholic. <laughs> like there, I'm a, there's a reason I'm in the position that I'm in. Like I, when I see a problem, it gnaws at me until I fix it. That's what I mean. Like the dysfunction drives you crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, and and that's where it's like philosophically, like what what I do at my job and what Ryan does at his job. It's funny how many parallels there are. Mm-hmm. It's just like the the strata are different because the everyone that I work with cannot help but work like they're all work they're all fucking workaholics they 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 would they would drive themselves insane they're 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 the perfect boomer generation people who when they retire i don't know what they're gonna there's no way they're gonna play golf i don't know what they're gonna do with themselves because they just they they have to fucking do stuff all the time right and those people need if not a union in like material in like in the nominal sense, they still need someone to actually like listen to their concerns and right. like address them as a whole. And that doesn't exist even in this organization where literally everybody's <laughs> making six figures. It still doesn't exist there. So I can't even fucking imagine how much of a pain in the ass that would be for people who are making, you know, 12 to $15 an hour. Yeah. Like it's like, cause they, they aren't even specifically like, you know they don't they don't have a history of success like they don't have the mindset like the people i work with 
are hopeless despite having like material success professionally. Right. And they still don't ask for concessions. No. Okay, so I think too, right? Like, so I don't, you all ever watched Bad Men the series at all? Oh, years I ago, a couple seasons. Okay, so towards the end, there's the the right, like the Peggy is a, a female ad ad content creator, right? I guess we could say. I got she's an ad artist, right? Like she comes up with the campaigns, you know, brings them ninety percent of the way there, and then Don comes in and takes them the rest of the way and sells it. Okay. So, right, like, and she's at this point where, like, creatively, you know, she's like, I fucking I do the work, and then yeah. you go, you know, you just do what I described. Um, and and he's director. like he's like that's what I pay you for. And she's like all I wanted was like a fucking thank yeah. you. And he goes that's what the money's for. <laughs> and like I think that like and it's heartbreaking in the show, right? Because like like you said, she wanted something deeper than yeah. that, right? Like the the idea of expounding something creatively in your life into <laughs> where there's no recognition and no no pretense that there's any. That, that, like, like, that should be enough, right? And, you know, like, when we commodify our labor in such a manner, right? Like, we we reduce it to a trinket. Um, no matter how valuable that trinket is, it is still... The, the, ex, the exchange is there, and there's, there's, there's well, nothing more it, really it's, beyond it's that. It's the idea of there being, like, no diminishing returns to compensation. Yeah. Like, there is a point at which, like, yes, making more money would be awesome because it would mean I wouldn't have to work as much... Later, because I can sock some amount of it away and stop working earlier, but I still have to work in the meantime. Right. And that work is made worse because everyone assumes that the money, that the compensation must be good enough. Mm-hmm. And it's self-rationalizing. It is like... Well, companies build that culture to make it so that people don't like talk about shit like that. No, I know, I know. I was just... You know, I'm, I'm over office chairs. I think they're Swiss Army knives. I'm, they, they attempt to do too much, and as a result, they fail. They do so really? little. Yeah. I mean, mine only acts like a chair with wheels. Yeah, it's too much. There's not much more. No, I like that. the wheels on chairs. It's it's like, it is handy. It was it hard to handy. get in and out yeah. without, like, uh, so I'll have to switch next time. What? There you go. They're, I mean, they're available. Yeah. Oh, maybe but. you need, like, a wheelie stool. That would be, see, I, I, I have one at home. <laughs> like that you can stool. straddle. Yeah. And <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> no, we were at Ikea. I was there to buy He's some... Brainstorming. Re- I was I was in IKEA dangerous. to buy some replacement <laughs> glasses. I was expecting to spend roughly four dollars. I spent more than Did I've ever spent? spent in an IKEA on that what? trip because oh, wow. these chairs were on uh, in the uh, scratch and dent section. I love the scratch and dent section. Well, and they I've were done so much. And these are specifically so showcase chairs, yeah. and no one has ever sat in them yeah, because because no one would ever look at this chair and think, ah, oh, comfort. Because no <laughs> because no one knows what comfort looks I like. A, I still have a gas four burner top that sits on the counter from uh, up in yeah, the attic. You, yeah, from the scratch and dent from 10 years ago. It was like, a, like $90. I was going to build an outside kitchen <clears throat> one day and it just never yeah, happened. Ex- exactly. <laughs> it probably because it took longer than one day. You know, like <laughs> Seriously. But we might get there. We still have it. We still have it. Parts and all. So it's up there. Yeah, it's no pressure. No, I actually, I, I had it tonight, but then I rescheduled it because I misread someone else's calendar. So this was all fucked up. (laughs) 
So we're in a makeup pod situation. Well, not e- like I have, you know, I have some nominal amount of stuff, and I'm fine with the podcast being four and a half minutes. Like I don't, I don't <laughs> give a shit. I don't know who's listening to it except for me. Gotcha. And presumably the people who are on it. I don't know. I downloaded the last one, didn't listen to it. So. That's see, that's a great sign. Yeah, that means it's working because I listened to it twice because <laughs> I need the research. I got to put in the work to know. What the fuck is wrong with me? If I'm not grinding, I'm dying. Yeah. You got to keep that grind set, oh. as they say. It oh. used to be mindset, and then it got more hardcore. I think that was Gen Z's doing. No, oh, I thought it was Jocko Willink's doing. No, he wouldn't say something like that. He's like a master of branding. Um, he's incredibly good at it, which is why his podcast is called the Jocko Podcast. And everything that he has is... Um, it's Jocko related. He sells tea called Jocko Tea. Um, is a line. I think his I think his clothing line is called something else. I Jocko think it's, Fuel. It, it's called like Origin or something. Is the name of the the place with the something? No, he's a master market. Like he deserves he deserves the accolades that he has given. He is he is a meathead of the highest order. Um. But uh, I'm checking out his website. Got the Jocko podcast, yeah. Echelon Front, Jocko speaking, leadership training, and consulting. Jocko Fuel drinks, supplements, and nutrition. Oh, that's the that's the that's the jam. Gear, apparel, boots, BJJ geese, and other durable goods. <laughs> yeah. So that's that uh, Lethal Aid. He's in the Lethal Aid business. Yes, he is. The Jocko store, or he was. I merch, guess he's less so now. Merchandise and apparel. Musters, field training exercises, battlefield reviews, Jocko live events, and more. Warrior Kid, Jocko Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I Get him young. Well, I mean, but Jocko Jr. Sugar cigarettes. Jocko, <laughs> Jocko Publishing. Jocko, leadership gear, autographed books, leadership gear, and supplies. Other podcasts, and it just says The Unraveling. Where I assume he sells more durable goods and storable food. <laughs> Jocko Underground. <laughs> this I'm just scro- grounded deathcore. That's the only thing you've said that I'm not familiar with. It's a podcast. Oh wow! Okay, that's incredible. I guess I'm off my game. I'm only subscribed to like four of his podcasts, so. Copyright 2002, Jocko.com. Oh, that's way too long ago. Yeah, no, he um, he knows what he's doing. He basically just, re- like, he picks a book of some kind of military history or finds a general who's willing to go on a podcast. And, like, he just reads through all of the, like, grimmest shit in the book for three hours, Joe Rogan style. It's not really Joe Rogan style. Joe Rogan does. Is there any evidence Joe Rogan reads? <laughs> it's not. Uh, I've not seen any evidence of it. I don't know that he's. He reads the web pages they pull up for him on his podcast. That's true. That's a lot of reading. I did. I did make a. Um, I did make a. What I feel is a highly valid excuse. Um, the other month on Twitter, which is that I always beat myself up for not reading more, but I read probably a book a day at work reading fucking emails yes yeah so by the time i'm in my leisure activities i have zero desire to keep reading yeah no that's why i watch uh, watch movies 
Yeah. All right. So, okay. So the unraveling podcast, which once again, that's like, the most, that, that one's my least favorite of the bunch. News, history, impactful events and lessons. It's, it's incredibly like just military apologetics. Like they had a series, like the start of that was basically, um, two military guys complaining that, um, the U S government was responsible for them doing a bad job in Afghanistan. It was it was cringe shit. Yeah, no, yeah, war is too important to be left to the politicians, kind of thing. It was, yeah, it was it was embarrassing. Episode thirty is called "Hyenas Attack." Jocko discusses Jocko, Daryl, and Jocko. So he takes second billing. I'll give him that. That's 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 noble. Discuss free speech media on the Jocko website. This is the. I'm looking at. I'm now. I'm I'm perusing his podcast offerings, and I was looking at Jocko unraveling. Yeah. No, he does. Um and I think my favorite of the bunch that he does right now is the debrief, which is a really short one he does with his Echelon front partner, uh, Dave Burke, who was uh, an Air Force dude. Um, they're like half an hour, and they basically go... Echelon front is their like business consultancy. Gotcha. Um, where they apply the hard-won tactics of uh, Ramadi and Team Bruiser to uh, business scenarios. I don't think I've listened to any Jocko stuff in the last six months. How are they doing these days? This is literally the exact same stuff. Okay. So if you need that, it's there. It's it's available. Perfect. I think this is your uh, debut hey. in the new format. So uh, congratulations, Matt, on your... Um, it's great your, to be here. I've just been hanging out. What have you been yeah. listening to? Um, I guess a lot. So I, I went through 80,000 hours, like the top... Um, the top 10 like causes to contribute to so that was that was on my feet for a while there uh what else tim ferris i just listened to his interview with margaret atwood that was a good time i've not right. listened to that one yet yeah ferris um, is weird we give ferris shit all the time but also he gets like great guests on so it's it's hard to resist that like i listened to his thing with rich roll who's the most like generic um, success, like rags to riches, success story type guys. Like he was an alcoholic until literally my exact age, and then gave it up and became an ultra marathon runner. Yeah, okay, that's coming back to me. I listened to him. Yeah, he was a good one. Yeah, no, it's it's annoying because I'm like repulsed by those things. It's like I don't want to fucking listen to this guy talk about this like inspiring story, but also like Why he, not? he, but he is. It it it's just like this like perpetual attitude is like this this person is like out there like they and to be fair rich roll does come from a background of of privilege that i'm not like i'm not like he went to stanford and he was on the swim team and he did all this stuff like there's a background there but also tim is like concerned enough with process that there's still something to get out of it it's not like it would not be like oprah interviewing rich roll like Tim is so specifically concerned with, <laughs> so specifically concerned with the nitty gritty of the mechanics of so, like the on the Rich Roll podcast is like three hours, and the only reason anybody knows who Rich Roll is is because he's like an ultra marathoner and like was like a champion of veganism and all this shit. And Tim spends two hours talking about alcoholism with him. <laughs> Which is highly pertinent to my interests, so I listen for that part. But um, okay, so he has a podcast on the Jocko podcast feed, episode three twenty one. Set a goal and just get after it. 
thing's three and a half hours long. Oh yeah, they're all like that. That one's with um, what Tim Cowden? No, retired SEAL Chris Gifford. Chris Gifford. Which one is okay? So he had two recently. One was that okay? So that was a uh, that's a SEAL that he worked with uh, while he was in remote. So Jocko um, is a Navy SEAL who worked in. Um, I don't know if he worked in Afghanistan, but he definitely worked in Iraq. Um, and basically, I, he uh, he took the the like attitude, the prima donna attitude of the the special forces and tried to make it a, more, a slightly more respectable institution. Like he's an optics guy in a part of the military where people basically just aren't that way right. about things. So one one of his one of his like obvious easy to explain things is his uh like his team would have been task unit bravo because that's how the the echo charlie um nomenclature goes right but he called his task force task uh task unit bruiser and it's just like these like this little like that's like the kind of like insinuated shit that he's into like he's very hype Right. He's extremely hypey. Also getting guys to shave their facial hair. Even yeah, though like, CEOs don't need to do that kind of thing. It's like we're going to blend in with the other guys because we're not above that sort of thing. Yeah, like he has he has this thing where he like cares about presentation. Okay. And that like made him like instantaneously a 97th percentile Navy SEAL for like giving a shit about like appearances. <laughs> so like that was literally all it took. So they said like we're not going to we're not going to grow beards. Yeah. Said? No, he, yeah. it was like yeah. we're gonna like pretend to have respect for the institution we're part of. <laughs> it's basically what it, it wasn't really a pretension, though, was it? I think it was genuine. It, it, it's and another example of that is like when when he had guys that were coming back like from you know outside the wire to inside the wire, seeing like the grunts like unloading trucks. And his team was going to like go up and get a nap or whatever because they were done with the mission. He's like, "Not so fast, guys! Like, you're gonna help them unload." So pretense, pretense does have like two. There are two forms of pretense. There's the pretense that Ryan always likes to talk about, where it means like pretending to yes. do a thing. Yeah. But the thing is, the the pretense is still. If if Jocko was simply attempting to do the job that he was given. Um, he would not need to do anything like that because it is not within the role of a Navy SEAL to be unloading uh, cargo bays. Mm -hmm. um, he considers it advantageous to do that from an optical perspective. And this is the thing that Jocko is permanently obsessed with. Um, the, the discipline equals freedom yeah. logo um, is is sort of... I don't, I don't want to... I was about to call it a smokescreen. That's disingenuous. But it's the... His, he has a very specific obsession with um, agency yeah. and making sure that you, um, that you are retaining agency even in situations where there is a process that would theoretically disperse it. Mm -hmm. So in the instance of the cargo bay... Um, or I, I keep saying cargo bay, but like in instances where he has his team do grunt work, what he is doing in that moment is asserting um, that with or without a bureaucracy in place, 
his team is capable of doing anything. In, in a way, it's like an extension of Stoic philosophy. Like the idea that, you know, it, you can be a millionaire, but you can also sleep outside. Like it's, it's basically like it's the synthesis of that within the army where he is taking, um, it, it, you know, you can be, you can be like these, the vaunted individualists of the American, um, the American polity within uh, the army. You can be Delta Force or Navy SEALs and all that stuff. But we're not going to give up the latitude afforded by being humble. <laughs> so we're going to do all of the little things. Because we don't want to cede that ground. And that's optically very useful. Mm -hmm. Because it gets every, it, it's a very easy way. It's an easy way. And this is, again, I don't, I, no smoke with Jocko. Like, Jocko, I... I believe in Jocko's philosophy like wholeheartedly. I just have, you know, I, I just believe that it works for more cynical reasons than he does. Um, by, <laughs> by, having, by having the SEALs do the menial tasks, by shaving their face, by seeming more like normal people, he is allowing himself to swim in all the pools mm -hmm. at the same time. He's not giving any of it up. And a lot of people do. A lot of people will just sacrifice that. They will, they will say, it's like, no, I'm above this. Mm -hmm. And all he's saying is, it's not worth giving that up. It's worth it to put in the work to make sure that you don't close that door. Sure. Um, which, again, like I, I, view that very, I view that in a somewhat cynical capacity. But it's, it he's makes sense. I buy on the it. high ground. No, yeah, I buy it. Yeah, exactly. I buy it completely. Well, that's the thing, right? Like he's he's wanting to put more into his account so he can write a bigger check, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah, you always you're always the I, I forget who who on the team. I think it's Burke that always says that. Um, it's like you you always want to be crediting the account. Yeah, you you always want to be putting money into the account because you get the interest. You get the interest no matter what. Right. You get the respect. You get you know you you get the goodwill. You don't have to cash out. Yeah. You just put it, it as long as you can get away with it. You just keep putting in the money, and uh, you put in the social capital, and you never extract it. Um, and as long as the interest rates are good and the Fed doesn't fuck it up, you're you're good. <laughs> it all works out. Um, I haven't really listened to the uh, to the different like flavors of the Jocko podcast. So you mentioned at the beginning of this, that he's got like the underground and the unravel. There's, there's like, Ryan has it, but while he's pulling that up, there's the primary Jocko podcast mm -hmm. where he reads like uh, horrifying memoirs from people in World War II. And he has some of them on. Yeah, he has a couple of them on. Um, there's the debrief where he worked. Uh, I he, am familiar with that one. Yeah, the it's debrief like is a short. The 30 minute one. Yeah, specifically with his echelon front yeah, partners okay. where they talk about business scenarios. I was in for, for a couple of those, and I was listening to that and enjoying it when when trying to convince myself that uh, my previous job was like the thing to do. It's like, yeah, let's let's do more of that. <laughs> yeah, so there's and the, it was kind of helpful, like as a as a as a band aid. So there's What's yeah, that, there's there's the Jocko podcast, the debrief. There's Jocko Underground. Jocko Underground is his um is his pay to play service where he like talks about politics and stuff, which he he does an incredible again as as a master marketer, he is extremely good at being apolitical on his podcast. Mm -hmm. Um but the underground is apparently where you have to go to get the juice. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's the Jocko Unraveling. That's which, fuck, That's bullshit military apology. I hate that podcast. Okay. I actually was hopeful it was like one that he'd like record late at night, you know, when he was like Dark Night of the Soul. and hit like, <laughs> That's, that's, you know, that's the like, underground podcast, gosh. allegedly. Gotcha. That's, and then there is the... Um, the Warrior Kid, Warrior Kid yeah, podcast, yeah. which sounds right up my alley. I haven't, I haven't listened to that one. I would be curious what it's like because Jocko. What, one of my favorite things about Jocko um, is that he looks like a fucking serial killer, which again is part of the optics. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's perfect that he looks the way he does. Yeah. And sometimes um, he talks about how he may have become a serial killer, like in a in an alternate re- alternate reality. I mean, I don't know how many people he actually killed on the job. I mean, he might be a serial killer in actual reality, but... Oh, where's his picture? Yeah. This is his Twitter profile? (laughs) (laughs) No, he looks like... Yeah, he looks... That's some some lowbrow shit. God, no, he's got the most blockhead-looking face. And And again, it's perfect. He, like, he owns... He owns this and uses it, like, to full advantage. He's an aide to an admiral. He hosts a weekly podcast with Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner Echo Charles. <laughs> which it never occurred to me is probably not his name. Although, he did get a BA in English, so... I've wondered about Echo's name. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, like... They started the podcast with his name being Echo. Yeah. And presumably Jocko and Echo met, like, at the gym. Yeah. Right? And Echo tells Jocko his name. It's like, no, 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 you're not Charles. You're Echo. You can be Echo Charles. Echo Charles is two letters in the... In the Alpha Bravo. Oh, that's true. Too. I didn't think about Charles. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's why I'm thinking this is just a complete pseudonym. Well, he's not a blue name Maybe. either. Yeah, so, no, yeah. he literally doesn't have a thing. I think if you type his name in, he shows up. He's just an extremely burly Hawaiian guy. Um, yeah. This guy is one of the most ineloquent speakers. <laughs> Like, as a ratio of popularity of podcast to, like, quality of conversation. But Jocko knows that. Yeah. He knows that Echo is a mostly inarticulate, uh, bumbling idiot. And has him on the podcast as a foil. So that Jocko seems like... The, I guess I'm approaching this from the wrong direction. Um, Jocko, <laughs> everything Jocko talks about seems imminently more sensible right. again no 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 i i think most of what he says is sensible it seems that much more plausible gotcha because echo is there as the audience surrogate um because Ec- i don't want to say he always doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about but right. he at least sounds like it all the time he yeah, says you know a lot oh good he's one of those guys yeah yeah as if they're working through exactly what he's saying and it's like needing confirmation that yeah, it's not that, word salad. This literally, and Jocko never gives them that confirmation. Oh, he, he never can. gives them the light yeah. of day on it, which is his job. And look at their t shirt game Victory, Trooper, Get After It with a period. Yeah, you can buy both of these shirts on the Origin store. So, no, he's basically the American spirit personified in the most positive light imaginable. And no smoke, no smoke, but. All fire. But also... No smoke, all fire. 
Also, yeah. He's only 50. Still does jujitsu. Also, his Twitter is literally just him um, either promoting uh, retweets of his book or uh, just pictures of his watch. Oh, you got a new watch. Look at that. It's not cracked. Oh, is that what I'm doing? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not following him, but basically he posts a picture of him working out in the morning uh-huh. and a picture of him waking up before 4.30 in the morning. Every day. A picture of him working out or just his sweat. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, he fucked up this day, but, you know, let's see. Can't always win. Oh, no, that's that's the same watch. It has a crack. Okay. So it's the time he wakes up in the morning. He's got to take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his brand, Ryan. That is his brand. Yeah. It is, that is, like, the worst one. You know, like, you can you can only be productive if you... Wake up before the sun rises. Again, it's one of my favorite tweets of all time. It's like, if I was a billionaire, telling other people what I do to be successful, I would absolutely tell all those people that I wake up at four in the morning. He's doing it. Yeah, but all uh, we we've talked about this. I this so Jocko again, and this this is one of those things. It's like I I hate. I hate the degree to which I have to be cynical about Jocko's achievements, but that is like the that is like the lens in which they are clearest to me. All Jocko does is talk now. He has a litany of people who do all of the work for him under him, other than talking on the podcast. And he literally brags about this on the podcast that he does basically no actual management of his companies. Because the people that he works with know what to do, they do what they have to do, and they con- they have to consult with him on a problem once a year, basically. And other than that, he just reads war memoirs. Like he has like the perfect job. He figured it out. Mm-hmm. Like I just and again, it's just like I feel I feel like I'm talking shit about him. But he he won. He got he got. He got it all. He figured it out. <laughs> he survived the war. He got all the accolades. He started a business. He does a fucking podcast. He's got a company. And he apparently basically never does anything involved in its operations. Because those are just taken care of. And on one of his podcasts, he was talking about the story of like a conquest of, a, of some kind of great you know, warlord. Mm-hmm. And eventually Jocko's like... You think that he just want to stop after he got like ten countries, but no, he just kept going. And I, I said to myself, Jocko, have you stopped? <laughs> you're continuing right now, and you're basically in the same situation. It's it's like the scale is a little bit smaller. Right. Okay. It's arguably less malevolent. He did come back an hour and thirty minutes later, near the end of that podcast, and said, "You know what." I can see why this warlord is is just continuing. <laughs> it's like because I'm doing it too. He doesn't say it so explicitly like that, but right. it does come out. He's like, "Yeah, I kind of get it." Yeah. And that moment of uh of recognition in him, I was like, <laughs> "Props, Jocko. <laughs> Good job." I mean, his tweets are are not that successful. I mean, I'm not going to critique here. Like 353 likes on a quote tweet for art. No, no, no. He's this is not what he's known for. But he's doing fine. What is Final Spin? Is he into fiction now? I yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a novel. Look at that. He's so. (laughs) 
okay, wrote so, a not a fiction a piece of fiction. So he's not he's he's not like a great writer. And I'm not like I will I will put the brakes on in one spot. He does not he's not in fact that good at writing. Yes. That's that that it, it, But the cool part about books is that if you just fucking write a bunch of books, people will buy them anyway. Yes. Um like it doesn't like he does he has a whole Warrior Kids series of like children's novels. Because it turns out those are like trivially easy to write, like conservatives can write those. Yes. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the Tuttle Twins. Uh we pirated a PDF of those and went through those <laughs> and they were good. But um we should write a children's book right after we shoot the short film that Nicole keeps talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. The GH6 just came out, the pre- the successor to my camera. I'm very excited to waste a bunch of money buying that. And the lenses. Oh, the lenses. <laughs> I've got the lenses. I just need a camera that can do uh, more slow-mo at 4K. Okay. Because currently I'm lacking in that department. Yeah, we definitely need to look cool. And the only way to look cool is with slow-mo. And I don't know what your neighbor's doing, but if your car won't turn over... After seven straight minutes of trying, I don't think the next time is going to be the one thing that does it. They're a low information party over there. <laughs> they don't. Uh... There's two factors going on here: Car, key, keys and engine, and that's all there is. They have been turning that fucking thing over for like, bro. It's, I've been timing it. I was like, Jesus Christ! It's been a while. Yeah, they're not turning over my car. And I mean, not, not like, not like oh, I'm going to try to turn it over fiddle with something and then try again i mean it's like right about it right about it not starting 10 seconds five four three two one oh now they're gonna now they're gonna fiddle yep there it is all right all right they're back oh shit it works oh my god what do i know See, I'd have given up. I'd have called AAA. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> Just not disrupt the pork. Yeah, let get... this be a lesson in, in Jocko like perseverance. Mm. Just keep turning. Just keep cranking that key. Yeah, can, we get a, can we get a sample of this? Oh, yeah. This is definitely going to be him reading it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I always tell you, you just don't start to press t shirts because, because you just don't do it. That's all. That was it. Nope. All right. He likes hers pressed. Johnny lets out a sigh. Artie realizes he's gone too far. Listen, Artie, I get it, but I'm not mom. And I don't want my t-shirts to be starched and pressed. It's a Black Sabbath t-shirt. I just wear it out with a pair of jeans, okay? Can you just give them a simple wash and dry from now on, please? Low heat, tumble dry, Artie asks. The fuck am I listening to? Johnny smiles. This is like Tolstoy. You're listening to a guy who reads about World War One all day. Read a novel about shirts. Okay. It won't happen. Thanks, Artie. Johnny says with a gentle smile. And Johnny, Artie asks, "What? I'm sorry. It's okay, bud. It's okay." Johnny feels a little bad as Artie walks away. They are brothers. They even look a little alike. It isn't too much of a stretch to see the similar genes. Dark hair, blue eyes, pronounced eyebrows. 
but that is where the similarities end. After all right, that's enough of that. I apparently have thirteen audible credits. So. Bro, just get it. Just I mean, I'm, just to have on the I'm, shelf. I'm not. Well, no, I'll buy the book. I'm not going to buy the audio book though. I have too many audible credits to buy the book. So I don't listen to books. I keep almost doing it. I thought you listened to books. I don't. You just listen to fiction. Podcasts? No, I just listen to podcasts. Like I just don't like books. Someone spending way too much time thinking about one thing. Look, if Cumbtown <laughs> has taught me anything, it's that the audio medium is best expressed as just a bunch of douchebags hanging out in a room for a while. Hey. Yeah, basically. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. It's great to have you. All right. Matt, how do you feel about Ukraine? Scary. Oh, okay. Uncertain. Um, didn't World War One just kind of start from one guy getting like a headshot? So there are a couple of dissimilarities. Um, they didn't have nuclear weapons back then. Also, nationalism was substantially more like virulent at the time. Virile. Whatever. I don't know what Whatever. word Whatever. I was going for Whatever. there. Virus like. Yeah. Okay. Also, they haven't killed the president of Ukraine, which would be like the, would be the, um, God, I am blanking on the name of that. Zelensky. Guy. Big dick energy Zelensky. No, no, not, not Zelensky. The guy from, um, World War One. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah, there we Archduke. go. Archduke. Yeah. They came in like a wisp on the wind. Yeah, but they've, the aggression has only been up for like, what, three days? They've got time. Oh yeah, and and it probably will happen because like Mr. Big Dick Energy wants to um, go down with the ship or whatever, so it's probably going to happen at least from my vantage. I am curious what that vantage is because I have no idea what your media consumption is. Yeah, I just look at Twitter oh. a little bit, and then like I doom scroll, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pull back. So I do that for a little bit, and it's like, okay, stop. That's fair. I want to get my prediction on the record so that I can look like an idiot in a month. But I think, um, and as discussed earlier out on the deck, um, Putin is playing an extremely long-term game. This is the only game that makes any sense. There's no, there's no realm in which this, uh, this is a practical thing for him to have done in the next two years because it's going to tank the Russian economy be generally embarrassing because fighting on home turf especially in the era of like profligate machine guns the russians are going to take i think the russians are already taking like 10 to 1 casualties in this conflict because they can't just bomb the cities yeah or at least they haven't to date yeah why not and if they well because they want to actually occupy the place they don't they don't just want to destroy the ukraine they want to annex the ukraine mm. I keep saying the, which I guess is arguably yeah, disrespectful, some, some but whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's that's been acknowledged. It's fine. Yeah, we're not on Putin's side. You can use the Ukraine. I'll so, just bleep yeah. both of those. But um, <laughs> but the um, it's no, no no well, and that's the thing. Like I'm not like I like Putin. Putin is a byproduct, but in the same way that, of course, you don't have to like apologize for the villains in any American film. The fact that he has like a justification for the way that he has become who he is, um, 
like fuck that guy like it it makes sense that he's the president of russia and we did a lot to make him the president of russia in the grand scheme of things over the last 25 years but also he's like a he's an autocratic monster um but the question is why he would do something like that and my the justification that comes to mind is that putin wants to align russia with China in a way that he can't through diplomacy. So what he has done is forced sanctions with the West while accruing some degree of material benefit through taking at least half of Ukraine. I don't think he'll annex Ukraine entirely. That's a huge pain in the ass because you have to guard an entire border if you do that. But if you leave a little sliver, if you leave a Ukraine 2, a the Ukraine 2, a the borderlands 2, yeah. um, you don't have to do that. You just, have, you just have this space. You have this air gap between NATO and the rest of society. And in the meantime, all of the, uh, all the billionaires in Russia that have all of their money currently invested in real estate in New York are in an awkward crossroads because none of the Americans want them there anymore. None of the Germans want Russian gas. These things all tumble out. And the sum of that is that all of these people who have been above the fray of politics, of geopolitics specifically, in Russia, who have been able to deal with the West, will no longer be able to do so. And they will have no choice but to follow the geopolitically correct, like, historical arc that mm -hmm. Putin sees, as he indicated in his speech on Monday, which was just literally full of historical analogies and judgment about, you know, the relationship between Russia and Ukraine and Russia's position as an empire and, like, all of this, just all of this stuff. It's clear that that's, this is what's on Putin's mind. He wants to align with China in a more permanent way, which he can't do in a market economy. So he has destroyed the market economy with the West. Uh, that is my guess, is that this is a five-year plan of sorts um, to make sure that Russia and China are actually friends because the, um, the top brass in Russia, uh, not even specifically within the government or the military, but just across the board, will have no choice. Um, they have declared themselves enemies of the West. And we'll see how that works. There's a distinct possibility there will be a backlash strong enough that that simply does not happen. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Germany in particular, I bring up Germany on purpose because at the moment, um, the energy market in Germany is very interesting. Um, Germany gets about half of their gas imports from Russia. They had a major pipeline going in, the Nord Stream 2. I think that made the news in a handful of places yep. that they've kiboshed that. I don't think that's forever. I think that'll open back up. That that seems very likely because that's that's the kind of deal that you just can't stop. It's the kind of thing that in World War One didn't exist because corporate capitalism hadn't really like fomented the way that it has now. And that's really the difference. I guess that was sort of where I was going with all of this. The difference between World War One and today is that. Capitalism is not, in fact, just a monolith. There are variants of capitalism, and corporate capitalism did not exist in 1917. International corporations are new yeah. as far as war is concerned, and I don't think they're going to tolerate a. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to tolerate a um, a schism between Russia and Europe of the kind that has been on display for the last week. Um, solidarity with Ukraine obviously but like I, I it, that's just not 
that's not enough of an excuse. The oil has to, or not, in this case, the natural gas has to flow. I think that will just keep happening, um, even if there's a war in the meantime. Or someone will launch a nuke, and that'll be the end of society. That's but, why yeah, I said yeah. scared. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. That that that, that's, that's that is it. the yeah. That's but until that happens, I don't think anything short of that will. I, I the literally that is it. That's mm. the one thing, and we're closer to that now than we've been in literally forty years. Yep. So. Um, so sleep easy, children. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I want to finish the MVB as soon as possible. Like. <laughs> As as everything's going downhill, as the uh, sky is turning orange or whatever, it's like ah, I finally finished that one. Project. You have a you have a beautiful tomb. That's you know what exactly right, exactly right. Oh, yeah, well, your own little your own pyramid, you know, like mm-hmm. no, I I it is it is odd, um, you know that he that he has like rolled the dice in this way. Like that's something I that mean, we haven't that, we had. Do you have an alternate theory? Like that's the only one I've been able to come up. No, with. I, so that was that was what seemed so improbable is that he would he would so definitively make the turn, right? Like normally, right? Like politicians and leaders, right? Like there's you know it's tough to it's tough to turn the fucking ship, right? Like, um, and you, you know you got to like turn it and you got to slow, you know it's got a long arc and the way that it it recalibrates it's it, the direction that it's going to head and. Um, but you know, it's just surprising and, you know, he's older, he's almost 70. And so thinking in terms of like five year plans is not like unheard of, right? Like, cause how much, how can he keep that up? And I gotta say for 70, he does not look bad at all. No, he looks, I mean, it's, it's easy when you got everyone on you. I mean, when you're the, when you're the abuser, you know, the, the years just don't wear on you like the, like the abused. <laughs> um, but, um, but it, like, it is really Shocking, and I don't. Um, part of the argument about like the diplomacy, right? Because like every war is a fa- failure of diplomacy, and there it, it, you know, it, it is. It sucks to feel like the U.S. and and the leaders of Western Europe were had failed at finding finding a way to to secure what Putin theoretically wanted by threatening to invade Ukraine, right? Like that's the that's the problem of diplomacy, and and. You know, and and it is it it just strikes me that he had made this. He either had made this decision. God damn it! Had to be at least been months ago to do this to like to invade Ukraine to to do the invasion, or it was something that he had like decided like weeks, like maybe a week or two ago to like push the button. That is the weird thing. So obviously, the movement. Of a quarter of a million soldiers is extremely expensive. So the posture was, of course, very expensive. And one would think that factors into the analysis. And, like, you know, of course he was going to invade because of all that. But also, it's a lot more expensive to actually invade than to simply posture. I do... I get the impression that this decision was made last week. It's It, it seems to me that that there was... And but this was the thing, right? Like the U.S. From what we can tell, and this is like something we won't know for years, like for fucking years and years, right? But like, you know, the line from the U.S. and the fact that you know it was only European leaders that were meeting with him, right? Like, was that like he he either wanted something from the U.S. and they just flat out refused to fucking discuss it with him, right? Because um, 
And so, you know, we don't know what that was, but then, but then, right. Like, then he's like, all right, well, if you won't work, if you really won't deal with me on this, like, we're not, you know, like, it's like, we're not going to be intimidated you know, like from the U S perspective, right. We're not going to be intimidated. We're going to, we're not going to negotiate with terrorists. We're not going to give concessions under duress. Right. Um, then you, you put your adversaries into a place where they realize that, you know, like, <laughs> then, then we then we have to force the decision upon you and force, as you were saying, force the the ramifications on ourselves as well, right? Like, and you know, I think we talked about the Warner earlier, right? Like they they said as well, like that. I think people underestimated, right? Because like normally in in authoritarian regimes, you assume that there is a way in which the autocrat the the dictator has to balance the basis of their power right they, there's always horse trading and this for that and my support is contingent on keeping certain groups happy at the expense of other groups right like that's that's normally in political science how we're taught that how autocrats have to operate and right like in the order i think brought up a good point was that like i think we underestimated the fucking level of control that he has in that country somehow right and that you know there is no democracy there is the the oligarchs and there's no trade unions for fuck's sake like you know like the um you know the oligarchs the military um and the intelligence and and professional services of the of the kremlin right like he has all of those definitively under his control i mean and that video that video of him with his dressing down spy his, master dressing down the guy who'd had his you know yeah yeah. Putin was a spook, right? He was a spy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was a fucking infiltrator, counterterrorism, uh, counterintelligence. He was a regular George W. Bush. Yeah, he was a fu- oh, I don't know about that. You know, yeah, with talent, but like, <laughs> um, so H W. Sorry. Yeah, H W. Yeah, very much, very yeah. much. Yeah, and so it's like kind of shocking, right? Like, um, that the, that this came about, and I think that what we're going to see, um you know, is will obviously come from the fact of like, will his, will there be any fraying from inside Russia? Because now everyone's, you know, you, a lot of times, you know, like people with power, they'll oftentimes find ways to bind the stakeholders to themselves, right? Like, you know, you, you know, like we're on fucking, you know, we're on cruise vessel Putin and we're all here. And if this if fucking cruise vessel Putin sinks, we're all sinking with it. And um, if this turns into a long, and I mean like two, three year kind of thing, which it can, could conceivably happen. Like, I mean, you know, like they invaded Afghanistan, you know, and it, they, you know, like they, it was their Vietnam. They spent 10 years fucking around in that country. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no, there is, I, I, there are a lot of people who talk about like the brevity of this campaign one way or the other, Russia getting discouraged. I don't, I, there's no historical, granted, there's no historical precedent for specifically what Russia's doing now. There's even less precedent for this being a short engagement. From what I can see, there's no, there's, you, you only have that with smaller and medium powers where you, where there's some sort of benefactor that, that can be excised from the equation of the people you're attacking with like who, 
This they're, is a country of 44 million yeah, no, they're Europeans. Fine. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're on their own will alone. And like, I, they're, this this fight's going to happen for the next... This is going to go until 2025 at a minimum. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way this is just going to stop. Like, it would be one thing if Russia now controlled the country. They don't. Yeah. Like, I, the, the resistance has succeeded so far. Again, I like, I would need to look up, like, the current figures. I'm pretty sure Russia's losing 10 to 1 right now. Because they are, they are applying American principles to this invasion. They want to keep everything intact. They don't want to shoot anybody they don't have to. They don't want to blow up any materials they don't have to. And that's an absurdly expensive way to fight a war. And Russia has almost no experience doing it. Yeah. And like America, we've done it a bunch of times. And we still suck shit at it. Well, and, you know, from the home defenders, right? Like, they they know what they can destroy very cheap, you know, much cheaper and in a, you know, paramilitary partisan type fashion, right? Like, you know, there are soft tar- targets that, right? Like, in, in any sort of, like, war scenario, right? Like, you know, the Russians have revealed what's important to them. And so, yeah, okay, that, that map. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, like, the Russians have revealed what's important to them. And if there is a way to deny what is important to them in this conflict, um, you know, the partisans, you know, the home people know their territory better than the invaders do. And uh, there's nothing, I think, clear in this that allows, um, you know, allows for, like, easy victory. And I think, one thing, the fucking Zelensky, man, like, God, the fucking balls on this guy. Like, <laughs> you gotta, like, it, it shows also that he was of different ilk um, that he does, that he hasn't at least, I mean, we're like, so we're only three, four days into this thing, but he hasn't cut and run. He hasn't, he hasn't raided the fucking coffers and run off to exile somewhere. And that deal, that deal is always on the table, like for fucking oh, yeah. wealthy people. Like, you know, no, he, deal, can, he can do that at any time. Yeah. To be fair, I think he's in it. I think he's in it to win it at this point. And that, because it, it, once you get two days into the actual fight where there are tanks on the ground, mm-hmm. I think he has he, he has understood that this is his legacy. Mm-hmm. So I think he will do that. And that's to, to do nothing to diminish that mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. He's the man for the job. Yep. Clearly. He was offered an extraction by America. No, America, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But yeah. it shows like how also I think our own fucking countries underestimated the players in this as well. Like they fucking underestimated Putin and they underestimated what I think we're seeing is a very, you know, a, a person who has an understanding of what it means to be leadership. And, you know, his, I think his, I think he sees, to me, he seems someone as well who sees his own culpability and his miscalculations that maybe led to this. And is like I. Th- this is the pro- we'll either win or we'll lose. But I deserve to pay the price yeah. to win or to lose. And, and that's fucking. And that's, that is that is political <laughs> leadership. That is not just rare today. Like is rare in history. Yeah. Like r- it is very rare for leaders to have that. No. And on that point, I will piggyback that for the pettiest reason imaginable, <laughs> uh, which is of course that. You know, I get to take the L here. I didn't think Russia was going to do this. But also, the fucking president of Ukraine didn't think (laughs) Russia was going to invade them. So, how do I have to feel about that? Also, the CIA wasn't right the first three times they predicted when it was going to happen. So, they don't get to take a full dub on this anyway. 
first three times this they, year they, or they said, like in they the, said in the past several times years they picked a date when russia was going to invade right but in the last several invade. years the last several weeks. no no the last, week, month. the last month okay, yeah. Got it. yeah no they've been wrong several times because they keep doing the which was stupid there was no reason for them to pick a time when they were but that was them grandstanding that was them part of the strategy and this is why you know like i i will fully admit again i was i was wrong i underestimated um, you know, I, I, I have the one theory for why Putin would have done what he did when he did. And I did not expect him to do that because it makes no short to midterm sense. And maybe he's just thinking that far in the future and I'll give him that slack. But I was wrong. I didn't think this was going to happen. I was under the impression America was basically doing some uh, chest thumping. But also we didn't behave like we believed it. Um, the fact that we have 30,000 troops, I think that's the number in like bordering we if we really believed that Ukraine was about to be the center of this fight we could add a whole lot more trucks with a whole lot more shit going into that country and we didn't which indicates to me that they didn't believe it either yeah. um this is the this is the permanent i i was i mean i'll say it just cuz it's coming into my head is um betting as attacks on bullshit um it's not quite. It's not the one to one analogy that I want it to be, but we weren't behaving like this was true. We were not, in fact, doing so. We knew we wouldn't fight the Russians no matter what. Like there was nothing we were. There was nothing the Russians were going to do where we were going to actually shoot Russians as Americans. But there was plenty we could have done to prepare Ukraine for this that we did not do. Um, like for example, support the economic infrastructure of the company or the the country Same rather yeah, uh, yeah the the company <laughs> the company of Ukraine no like you know we like offered them like a billion dollar loan or some bullshit yeah. like that it's like we did so much damage beating our chest about this we would have been better off if our job was to keep Ukraine afloat we would have enticed the people who all fled the Ukraine to stay <laughs> so that the country was not destabilized economically in the three weeks leading up to it. We didn't do any of that shit. Um, like, or it, it, I just don't, like, it, whether whether the CIA or the NSA or whoever was involved in the, the Atlantic Council, <laughs> whoever yeah. predicted this was going to happen, they didn't behave like they thought it was going to happen. So, and I got to say too, there's been like some really weird things that like Ukraine's been doing in this. So one of the things I saw was that they've set up a hotline for Russian people, like Russian families to call to find out the status of their, of the, of the Russian soldiers that have gone into Ukraine. <laughs> so like, and then when they capture Russian soldiers, and this is the thing that like they've kind of put out there is that like a lot of these like Russian you know they're like 16 17 18 19 years old right like and so they're like getting they're like asking these soldiers to like hey what are your parents phone numbers and like calling these families and saying like you know like you know we have your son he's in he's been captured but you know we're taking care of it. like it's like god damn that's fucking that's baller shit like i gotta be honest with you like that's really really impressive um you know p not pr as well right but like you know i think pulling back on the people you know, in the country that's invaded on you. And um, it's just, yeah, it's just a baller move. I got to be honest with you. I, was, I thought that was fun. 
Yeah, according to Wikipedia, at least at this point, and I would take this with an extreme grain of salt, <laughs> the fog of war in the first two weeks of a fucking conflict. Like, no, it's perfect. obviously, no, but no. but I bet mean, you, again, bet your paychecks, folks. But I mean, <laughs> and they do. I did fair. Fair is fair. They do say, according to Ukraine, 3,500 Russians killed. Um, according to Ukraine or Russia in the Ukraine, 150 soldiers surrendered. Not even killed. According to the UK. Why is the UK reporting on this? Uh, no idea. God damn it, Boris. Yeah. Uh, 137. So even like accounting for the most charitable thing this is this is a defensive war and those are incredibly hard to fight when you yeah. actually want to keep the city intact and i mean what what is russia's what what is russia's experience with doing that in a modern country not like i mean there is there is green as it as they would be with us invading another country like this so yeah like we don't like the last full-scale military operations fucking afghanistan in 79 80 something like that yeah and that was like notoriously cruel like that didn't like that was not only 40 years fuck 50 years ago now yeah something like that no, 40 yeah 40 it's years 40 ago. years ago no i mean that's not that's not a military experience that transfers this is not like this is not easy to do. So that leads me to believe because Putin, I mean, again, Putin's not stupid, and his speech on Monday, while it was inflammatory, was eloquent. Yeah, he's not like he's not demented. No. So he did it for a reason. He didn't think this was going to go well. He can't have thought that was going to go well. Like, surely he would have thought. He's he's too practical a human being to know that he watched America fuck this up with a budget of, like, five times what they have. Yeah, but if he's thinking five, ten years ahead, and he feels he can navigate those waters... Yeah, that's, that's the only justification t- yeah. I can imagine, is that he thinks this fight will suck, and it'll, you know, a massive number of Russians will die, but they'll suck it up because the Russians suck up everything, and in five years, they will be aligned with China, and that'll work, yep. and that'll be better for the country. I do, that's the... That is the only explanation that makes sense yep. to me. I just don't... I and don't that see. doesn't make much sense. No, even that is silly. Like, because <laughs> expecting something to happen in five years is ridiculous. Um, it's just not... The, the world doesn't work that way. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just too old. Who knows? World War One. One of the things that happened in World War One was at the beginning they had like cavalry charges against machine gun nests, <laughs> right? Like horses going to die, men on horses and horses going to die against like machine guns. If this lasts for those five years that you were just talking about, David, what kinds of new technology are we going to see emerge from this war? It'll be stolen from America. Because oh, we've, sure. we've that, been fighting. Okay, we, fine. That's yes. that's the th- that's what's awkward about this is that what Russia is doing right now in Ukraine is is sort of like a <laughs> it's what we at least pretended at a minimum to be doing in Afghanistan and Iraq. We we didn't want to destroy the cities. We were trying to do regime change in a sense where the economy of the country would remain intact, but it would simply be under new management and. 
we had 20 years and so much more money, so much more like material resources, know-how, like we had everything going for us. And Russia doesn't. All Russia has in Ukraine is like an almost shared language. Almost. Um, I don't know what the percentages are. But like it, they're invading a democratic country. Um, and that's just that's going to be a fucking mess for the next three years. Like there's at a minimum. There's no, there's no fucking way this is just going to stop. In April 2021, following a referendum, he signed into law constitutional amendments, including one that would allow him to run for re-election twice more, potentially extending his presidency to 2036. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to be in there until he dies. Yeah. We're talking about Putin here. Yeah, Putin. At yeah. age 126. Yep. Look... For a fucking 70-year-old, this man looks great. Yeah. I agree. I don't know how he does it. My wrist hurts. I hurt my wrist. And I'm like, fuck. What did you do to your wrist? Okay, I, bro, so I heard this thing that happens when you get older where shit just starts hurting for no reason. And it's true. Like I was like, I thought I'd hurt it. And I was like, because we were supposed to go sailing together. And I, or not together. I was, I was supposed to sail on a boat. and I was supposed to be on a boat in which you, you were say sailing. It. Don't worry. You can say it. I just don't feel like... I'm, <laughs> you could have come along. We, we Matt would have been fine by himself. I was just tying a rope off. So you could have absolutely just well, been... I will say that it's gotten better. And I would not have... I mean, I can't tie... I could barely tie with two hands. I imagine how bad it would be with one. And then I wouldn't also want to be in a position where I'd have to like do anything like that's like, the thing yeah like if, grab if, a hold of something yeah, that, and yeah that was not uh, possible like, like if you if you need to rescue yourself yes. from a situation it's like okay yeah it's good no, this was not this was functioning a, risks for that yeah this was a liability that's impressive is that what you run what yeah almost almost yeah, yeah. three-masted bark with square sails <laughs> so um but no i just um i think it uh if i'm if i'm so my office chair took a shit. So I've been on like a like one of these fucking monstrosities you have here, and so I think it's um, <laughs> shots fired. My hand, my hand. The way I said it, I've been writing. I've been writing more uh, um, and doing more work on the computer the last couple of weeks. And so I think that if I'm you know ultimate nerd of in, nerd injuries, um, I sit lower and I have to like arch my hand up. So I think maybe there's been some like repetitive fucking tendonitis or something I've developed with that. But it um, but I didn't injure it. But it fucking hurts like a like specific so action. So this is like this is just like a question mark injury. Well, because once again, right? Like, I don't. Who do you go to? Like, I was like, well, should I go to like an osteopath or like a bone doctor or something like that? Like a risk, like sports medicine. Like, what do I go and do? And like an American, I was like, well, I'll just buy something and just like ice, you know, like I'll isolate it. I won't overwork it, and I will give it rest. Like, let it rest, right? Like, let it heal, let it rest. You and it did get better. Um, but it's not better. <laughs> like what? What causes injury? Oh, here? so um, it is right. So I can like push down um, and like pull things, right? So I can like pull this to me, and like, but like putting pressure in a line where like my 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 my, my but the bones in my hand where they meet the bones in my wrist, like like putting pressure that way is like fucking hurt, and like so like what I, I, it sounds crazy, but like. I can't like hold things to like like cutting an onion is just excruciating, right? Because you have to like hold it in place and then like 
put the you know the way you put the pressure on as you move down. No, like no, that's not happening. So I've, I haven't been able to eat any onions recently. So, but like isolating it and um, you know having it wrapped and under this, like it does feel better. Like it is getting better, but I don't know what it is. But there's no swelling, and I think it just might be a ligament or or ligament injury or like a tendonitis in, uh, tendonitis or re repetitive tendonitis or something. So we'll just see how if this gets better. But when I was looking up, you know, because I had to doctor Google it, and they said that it can take like like fucking weeks to heal so yeah yeah normal human spans of time yeah and unlike the ones in which you work yeah exactly so but it is slowly but surely getting better but yeah as far as being like something i could rely on that's why i couldn't go sailing because i could not rely on my wrist one of the things that you mentioned just a moment ago was that you've been doing more writing yeah I mean, maybe get away from using the keyboard and just like do speech recognition okay maybe i don't know i get i'm a little too long-winded for that I, um, That's what speech recognition is for, right? <laughs> Being long-winded. To, to, to flash and say, hey, fucker, stop talking. This is enough. Because that's what I'd need. Because dictation. What are you speaking slash typing? What are you doing? Oh, uh, uh, so we've been, um, I've been writing some materials for like training stuff for work. And then I don't know why, but like my, like we talked about this last time, but like my boss, my job got fucking busy all of a sudden. And so I've had like more like emails and things coming in and just like a general flood of like shit to do. And, um, but yeah, it's just writing more, typing more, having, being at the desk more, I need to get out. Um, but yeah, I just like, I, I was noticing that I was like holding it and it like was kind of fucked up and I'm like lowering my desk and having to bend my wrist at an odd angle and then flex all those muscles and shit in my hand. I think that's what did it. Does any of it tingle when you type? Uh, no, but it, uh, well, yes, when it started hurting, like, then I was like, like, oh yeah, this, this is not comfortable. Um, but no, it's not like, especially that, but like, I can't think of anything else. Like I hadn't, I didn't fall. I didn't fucking do anything. Do you have armrests on your chair at work? No. Okay, good. No. Good. Is that the problem? Apparently not. Cause you don't have armrests on your chair. Well, but it hurts now. When I had armrests, it didn't hurt. Oh. Well, shit. Because I'm lazy. I was. That I used my to get, whole hypothesis. Well, no, I used to get shit like because I like to rest my elbows when I eat, and I used to I used to get so much shit from like people like my like oh, your my, mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. That's, yeah. Because yeah. I was like low class to have your elbows on the table. Yeah, it is. But you're a low class citizen, so I'm a working. I'm, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a man of the people. You're a working man of the people. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I work all day. I've been up since well since 10 a.m. But still, I deserve. <laughs> By the end of the day, <laughs> fucking take a load off. Oh. Load off your triceps there. Like, bitch, we're eating hot dogs. Like, don't fucking come at me. Like, <laughs> you can't have your elbows on the table while we eat hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. Like, I just, I have a vehement philosophy that armrests are responsible for carpal tunnel syndrome. Okay. And I'll take any evidence I can get that that's true. Well, what would Jocko Willick say about my injury? He, he, say like, he would say to just fucking work through it. It'd be fine. Okay. He's He doesn't believe in recovery. He works out literally every day. Okay. Which, that's and, and And he's stupid. got a successful podcast, so. He does. He has five of them. Okay, yeah. I only have one unsuccessful podcast. Right. And, that's, so. and this is murder. I'm like... Unsuccessful? Yeah. What do you mean? What? It doesn't you succeed any... at any of its objectives. Of I thought you had a good time doing this podcast. Market share. What are you he, talking he, about market share for? He hates uh, us. UX. He hates us. Um, what? L listen. What? 
when did you start to care about any of that oh, stuff? Uh, I don't like, ex. no, I don't care about it. It's just the nature of things. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Successful. If you don't care about it, then you can't fail at those things. That sounds care... like a quitter attitude right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll back off. No, it's, this is, this is where the rubber meets, um, yeah. There's really only one way to end that expression. The rubber has to meet the road. There's no other like thing the rubber can meet. Because tires are involved. There's no other... I guess you could make it like extremely sexual. That's basically the only out. Aside from... That's the only curveball you can throw in that expression. I don't like idioms. If you're having fun, you're successful. I don't know. It looks like you're having fun right now. I think you're succeeding right now, dude. It's an uncomfortable kind of fun, to be sure. But It was funnier to suggest that Chaco has five successful podcasts and I had one unsuccessful podcast. That was okay. That was pretty funny. So, was, so if you're gonna if you're gonna put it in that context, then sure, you, you can milk was, the fact or or the pseudo fact that you have a. An unsuccessful podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is but, this is in direct contradiction to almost everything I've ever said about this podcast. So uh, okay, yeah, okay. no, no, no. This this is a joke at uh, its worst. All right. So right. no, you are you are. I'll, I'll back off then. You are completely correct. I should have backed off and not even said anything. But that's how mediation works. Apologies that's, all around. That's that's the magic. <laughs> that's the magic behind it. So I have to figure out how to do this weekly in such a fashion that it's not just the movie crew that's involved. But you got friends. And I got a scheme for that. Okay, a scheme. But it's going to take some work. I'm going to have to actually tell someone about it more than one day in advance. Now, that's right. hard. Yeah. Because I don't like doing that. Yeah, it is, I've noticed. Yeah, it's because it's annoying to inform people that things are happening. Right, Matt? Well, but... Also, right, like every other time you've involved the, you know, like there was like a project or like, you know, like Moby Dick or something behind, you know, like, like come over and rap. My life is so dictated by elaborate goofs that I have a hard time like scheduling things. I have a ske- I have a calendar right now that is more rigorous than maybe 98% of the population. I have 18 weeks on the calendar. Like, that's a tremendous degree of resolution. Right. But if something stupid happens that seems like it would be really funny to pursue, it will derail absolutely everything that I'm doing. Um, you just have to shift around some cards. It's fine. That's what, yeah, like, that's, that's what has to happen. Like, I just don't. It's okay. Planning, the cards move. Planning sucks. Planning is it's no fun at all in the sense that it's actually a lot of fun. I, I lied there a second ago. Planning is great. Okay. But like execution and like informing people. Like Matt and I, Matt, we're going to like do a, the pocket door right tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like at 930. Yep. Like, I'm like seething. About the fact that that's like scheduled activity that I have to do. (laughs) 
Like the fact that that's something like I know like if I don't if I'm not there at 9:30 to do that I'll, like the self-hatred is like so strong that like it just like boil it, like it, it boils over immediately. Like what we're going to do is going to take 1 hour and not be a problem at all. But I fucking hate that we scheduled it to the hour. Like it's because it's like it, it's like this restriction on my time. This is why I loved having four things a day to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you got one thing. What are the other three things you're doing? But it's one thing with a specific time frame. It's the it's the, this is ludicrous. It's the time frame. This is ludicrous. It's the having the thing. Working on four things a day was magical. Slash three things a day, which I immediately transitioned to. <laughs> morning, midday, afternoon, evening, and you're done. But like the numbers. I think I'm declaring war on numbers. I think that's what's happening. Including time. Like Especially well, yeah, as, time. as an extension yeah. of numbers. Especially time. Like I just don't fuck it. <sighs> The quantity of things per day. Is that I, what you had in mind? I've had numbers? Like, I've had this delayed revelation since like I was twenty three years old. When I took the GRE for the first time and I got like a very good score on the math and a perfect score on the English where I like realized that I'm actually better at like words than I am at math. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like realize that until I was literally completely out of school. And what this is doing, this has had like this delayed reaction uh, proxy bomb effect of just like making me hate numbers, um, which I think. Why is, are you bringing that up right now, though? Are you talking about time? You're because nine thirty is the time we're gonna be over there, and that's fine, and it's yeah. not an imposition, and it's really honestly kind of late to start. And I understand. It's one of the reasons it. why I picked. No, that I time know, I know why. Tra- the- be- because I, I've <laughs> I've detected this seething in you, right? And I'm trying to make things easy for no, you it, it to is- help encourage the the the. The completion of this project. No, it's perfect. Right. No, and that's that's absolutely why you're a saint, and I love having you here. <laughs> is that like you pick up on that kind of thing, concede to it? But like, I would. <laughs> so annoying. This and and, like, and I like- yet I so so the, the the compromise I guess here is that I like. Uh, definition. I like like setting a definite thing so that we can, when we show up in the situation later, it's like, okay, it's nine thirty-five. You screwed this up, right? <laughs> or I screwed it up, and I'll I'll owe you five bucks, or I'll owe you fifteen burpees, or something like that. Because it's like I'm actually getting in the way of this right now. We have that like thing to point to that failure on one person's part. But it seems like you don't really like that so much. It's so weird, like. Again, I love the concession that you made in picking 930. And, like, I recognized it in the moment. It's like, I gave I gave Matt the latitude to say, it's like, when do we want to do this in the morning? Like, I said I was going to, like, do something in the morning, like, mm-hmm. in a generic sense. And I asked, like, when? And Matt said, very specifically, within a 30-degree window, exactly when he would like to do this. And by would like, he means... A concession to the fact that I don't really want to define a time for this. Gotcha. So 9.30 is like 
as early as humanly possible without it, without there being even a shred of a possibility that I would have any excuse to not be out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I wake up at I wake up at like five every day. Okay. I just don't get up until, you know, eight thirty or something. Um so like we could very easily start at six tomorrow. Yeah. That could happen. But if we said six, I would hate that from just like the bottom of my soul mm-hmm. like it would just like it would kill me to know that we like picked a time <laughs> and like that was like the thing like i have i have a very strong affinity to natural process i don't like i i think i really actually hate numbers a lot <laughs> i think i just really don't like numbers so you would so when That's, you want to so you would want to work on the pocket door after breakfast, I would do it before breakfast. Before or whatever, I like, think I could do it. That's the thing. But yeah, like, but you know, like as far as like how like are your are your breakfast schedule synced? Um, who knows? But like after breakfast, like is that it, like it would is that any better? No, we we could do it. We could do it. This is the other amazing thing is what we're what we're trying to do is so fucking trivial. We could do it before breakfast. Oh, hang on a second. We've also got drywall to do. Well, yeah, and that's, I've heard that's the, I've heard the issue of the of of the two missing inches as well. So don't pretend that, that. also. And again, <laughs> I fucking hate. Yeah, like this is... I went into a fugue state thinking about those two inches. Like it's just like <laughs> just trying to figure out how that formulates into the into the toilet situation. Again, that's just an option that we have now. We can go with the thirty thing. No, we're good. With we have twenty-eight and we have thirty. The we'll, twenty-eight we'll is survive. fully intact. The frame for the twenty-eight is fully intact. That's kind of nice. Yeah, the we're thirty. Go with that. The 30s, Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, that's we're stop that, right there. Then. That, that, that's happening. Sure. We're we're going with the one that actually works. Sure. It has all the parts. Will you have to diagonalize your body to get through a twenty-eight inch door? I'm not that fat. That's broad. Your shoulders, dude. I'm talking about your midsection. That's numbers. I don't want to do. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, like just the time during a day. That's not. It's not just numbers. Like that's that's the sun. That's the earth spinning. Sun going up. One time, so one time, someone. I guess this is on a plane or something. She told me, "Oh, time is just a human construct." She rolled her eyes, and I'm like, "Okay, listen." That's not women talk, bro. That's not gonna give you laid talk. I'll tell you that much. Time is not just a human construct. Time obviously exists, just like the dimension of height exists, like the z-axis exists, time exists, and we just measure it. That's the human construct. Every time my phone or watch or divorced alarm clock indicates to me what time it is in the morning, I'd say out loud, fuck you. Every time. Because it's based on a 24-hour day, which is based on the speed at which the Earth revolves around the sun, mm-hmm. or whatever the specific version, rotation of the Earth, yeah. which is incumbent on the sun to provide either daylight or nighttime, and that varies my phone didn't account for that, but it could have 
which is why my lights now come on 20 minutes before sunrise. And I still say fuck you to that. So what I'm getting at is that there's no solution to this problem and I need to stop having time in my room. I need to just eliminate the concept of time for my bedroom. Okay. But I can't do that because I love having my laptop in my room. Because I really like this whole like having no technology in your bedroom is a great idea. Also, I don't like it at all. Okay, take the time off your laptop. I'll look into it. Yeah, seriously. Like my task, my taskbar on my computer, I just don't have a clock on it. And I have to like go to a website to see the time. Just take it off. It's fine. Remind me to remove the time from the laptop. My watch is in sleep mode. It didn't record any of that. <laughs> yeah. It... Remind me to remove the time from my laptop. I don't have it in the taskbar. I have to like scroll. It's like this thing. I have to scroll up to the top to get the thing. But I can turn that that's, off too. That's what I'm talking about. Um, oh, so so your taskbar is hidden by default. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What I'm saying. So my taskbar is always on the screen. But it just has the date on it. It doesn't have the time. That's reasonable, given that I don't believe in days anymore. So you could remove the date too. That's fine. Yeah, I might have to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm. A, I think I'm okay knowing what the day is. I just want to not care about like a day as a, a complete thing. Have you seen those clocks that say like instead of what does it say right now? It's an X colon Y Y. Instead of that, it says like five after. Six. It just it's it tells you the time in words. Maybe that's a middle ground you could try. I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. Would you buy a sailing ship like this? That's too big. Okay. No, I wouldn't buy that. Um, Even if it looked like the Christopher Columbus character Santa Maria <laughs> under sail. <laughs> that looks like a a lot of responsibility. I would go. I would go for something. Uh, in the ballpark of like 24 feet. Exactly like 24 feet, actually. How big was the one we went out on? 21. That's probably why the number is what it is, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Precision 21. She also has a precision 23 there. Yeah. That's the one that, uh, that I learned on. It's less convenient to sail that one because uh, unlike the roller furling for the jib... You actually have to raise and lower the jib, and then once once you get back in from sailing, you have to pack it up. That's annoying. Mm. Roller frilling is superior. <laughs> Points of sail. Oh, these are all the things you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You got VB, VA, VT. Yeah, that's that's the apparent wind thing. Luffing, no propulsive force, close mm. hauled, 30 to 50 Celsius. Um... Mm-hmm. Oh, and one thing that I was wrong about, you asked me a question about the uh, the fastest point of sale. I said that it was uh, between like three o'clock and two o'clock there. That's not quite right. Uh, it's it's actually down here between like three o'clock and maybe five o'clock on a broad reach. Down here. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Yeah, I was yeah. very confused when you said that. Yep, yep. I was, I, I don't know what I was talking about, but I was wrong. I guess, I guess my mind went to the healing angle. It's like, oh, you're really far healed over, so you must be going fast. Wrong. That's that's 
not correct. It feels like more extreme and there's more wind, which maybe is uh, why my perception went there. It's like, oh, it's windy and heeled over, so it's faster. No, not true. Two sailing yachts on opposite tacks. It's like they're dancing. Yeah. I mean, they were theoretically like both right here. So I don't know how this happened. What do you mean, both right there? Well, they're both tacked, like, what, they, like, both bow this way and this way? Or, like, because if they were both going this direction, they would have both met right here, so. I don't know what's going on here. Also, these aren't, I don't, I don't know what qualified, what is a yacht? Any, if those any sailing vessel. Oh, is this a generic well, yeah, term? Yeah, it's like a generic term. Oh. It doesn't need to be huge. To be termed a yacht as opposed to a boat, such a pleasure vessel is likely to be at least 33 feet in length and judged to have good aesthetic qualities. Yeah, yeah I suppose. I guess I've not heard a sunfish referred to as a yacht, like an 11-foot boat. Ryan, apparently, in order to qualify as a yacht, um, your boat has to have been judged to have good aesthetic qualities. I'd love to see that manual. <laughs> oh, wow. That is... Um, that's Highly a, aesthetic. Yeah. As of 2020, there were more than 15,000 yachts of sufficient size to require a professional crew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Citation, please. <laughs> Yeah, what, what's this? I'm, I'm curious. What's the source on that? What's uh, footnote, footnote number nine? Nine. There? Insider's Guide to Becoming a Yacht Steward. Second edition. <laughs> Second edition. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Confessions we're... from my years afloat with the rich and famous. Yeah, we're saving that. Right. Yeah. Julie Perry. Yeah. Lolita Express. It would be a Lolita Express. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forward by Adrian Gang. Oh, wow. Well, that's instant credibility there. Yeah. No part of this publication may be reproduced. Go ahead and bleep this, dude. Yeah, I'll have to. <laughs> I've got a secret luxury yachting to find. Is the whole book in this fucking thing? They'll, they'll, they'll clip you off when you no. hit your limit. Pages 83 through scrolling. 86 are not in, available in the preview. I'm still scrolling. 12 plus full-time crew. Yeah, no, I'm impressed by the technical information. Located, uh, Responsibilities, assume a bosun or second mate. Aaron, annual salary rain. <laughs> Way to out your fellow worker, Jesus Christ. Assumes <laughs> full responsibility for certain onboard safety tasks as assigned by the first mate in an emergency, assisting the first mate. That's a pretty cush gig. As long as there's no emergencies, you're good. Do you have your ENG1 Seafarer medical certificate, Matt? Or equivalent. Or equivalent. Yeah, or equivalent. Wait, no, not. I have that. That's true. Yeah. What's your next certification? Uh, you'd be a, no v more certification. You could be a VHF radio operator certificate. Are preferred but not mandatory at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> no more certificates for me. I'm just going to keep learning things like how to heave two, how to tie a gasket coil. You, oh, you, can't, stuff you like can't get like Boy Scout badges for that stuff? <laughs> I, I could do it, but I don't want to have to keep paying for these things. I think, well, no, I think you could, oh, dude, executive chef. Yeah. We work in the galley. I mean, you know. That's, 
I mean, that's a range. 42 no, to 100 nobody gets late. Nobody gets laid in the galley. That's Come true. on. What? Except for Steven Skull. Oh, baby. The executive <laughs> chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'd be good. You get a bunch of Boy Scout badges for all of the various sailing techniques. And you wear it as a sash. Yeah, okay. That can't cost more than three hundred bucks. That'd be worth. Well, it. no, they've got like they've got like the 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 epaulets and the uniforms and stuff, right? Like you do. I mean, well, you know, a sash, but yeah, they got to. What is a sash anyway? See that a long strip or loop of cloth. Thank you. A girdle, an obi, a cincture, a zone. This isn't a sash. It's a sash window. <laughs> God damn it. Well, look at, I mean, the I hate e- this. Sash. Oh, the Sash is a German punk band. DJ production team fronted by Sasha Leppinson. Well, no, that's not, that's, not a, that's not Sash. That's Sash. That is a German motherfucker right there. Yeah, this is a German man right there. He's got Pioneer headphones. They have over 22 million albums worldwide. It's not as many as I've Kenny I've never G. heard of this fun bitch. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. What's this first? What's the what's the first sash exclamation point YouTube video? Sash, uh, masters of the universe. <laughs> this is eighty-four million views. Ryan, I don't want to step out of our league, but we could shoot this film. I think we could do this. Well, we've seen the first 20 seconds. Escuche it, man. I'm transfixed. Am I dreaming? What's going on? Ecuador. Escuche me. <laughs> this is the C- Steven Seagal of techno. Oh, he run- he's running. Like, we'd have to Photoshop mountains in, but we could do literally all the rest of this. Well, we do need some bitches, though. I mean, that is one category we do lack. And where do you rent eagles from? There's got to be a service for that. What are you talking about? We got Nicole, we got Mandy, we got Anna, we got... We got... There's a variety. We got a cachet, yeah. bitches. None of them are Asian, but we can, you know, a little bit of color grading. <laughs> <laughs> and creative makeup.
quadrifuge fugue states. Well, they didn't want to write more songs, so they just kind of extended that sequence. Alright, this is unnecessary. We can do that part no problem. We can find five white guys to just walk at the camera with sunglasses on. Oh, baby. <laughs> we can do that part. I do that every morning. Yeah, this is not, this is not an issue. In conclusion, music is easy. I don't know why people Ecuador, so much money Ecuador's for it. land of contrasts. Yeah, it's exterior crew support when needed. Qualifications: A professional yacht chef should possess a certificate or formal degree in culinary arts. In some cases, it is recognized when an individual applying for an executive chef's position has been self-taught through an apprenticeship. ENG1 Seafair Medical Certificate is, or its equivalent is also recommended. Learn more at the end of chapter 7. Matt, are you ready to be a sous chef on a yacht? What about the interior department? Let's Only greater see. than 160 feet in length. No, I'm not ready for that. Oh, okay. Thanks for asking. Right. I figured, you know, you're looking for, yeah. looking for outs. <laughs> You can be a chief stewar slash des. This book is overly... Wow, that's too many. Nope, 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 nope. nope. There's too many responsibilities. <laughs> Crew uniform purchasing. Keeping all interior storage areas organized orderly. Yeah, this is too many, too many responsibilities. Yachts are stupid and I like them. All right. But yeah, so hopefully they don't launch any nukes. That's, ba that's basically what we're trying to get at here. And as long as that doesn't happen, I'm 32. I'm, I basically, I'm out of the draft zone, so <laughs> it's all good. What would they draft you for? To like press more Being nuke launch buttons? Awesome and, you know, <laughs> um, the stuff soldiers uncle sam around. needs you to be awesome yeah i'm Launch like more i'm like really good at um meetings <laughs> i can do those pretty good responding to emails within four hours yeah i'm like reasonably good with a rifle but i don't want to like get to where the spot where i would like use a rifle yeah yeah well yeah. it becomes like degraded once it moves from like just a passion project into a profession, yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't. Yeah, wanna, yeah. You don't. No, I want to be an amateur rifleman. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Also, the price of uh, thirty nine um, shot up like five cents since you were complaining about it, bro. It's always a good time to buy ammo. No, not, <laughs> not this exact segment is not. I think there will be a glut, and I think we'll be okay. I just got to be a little conservative. In the meantime. Okay. Well, I did buy 300 rounds of hollow point, so. Oh, there you go. For who? who you should, what? This is just a deal. Oh, okay. 32 cents a round. What am I supposed to do? Not buy ammo? Of the 7.6239? Yeah. Did hollow point 
Fucking right. What? Flash flash sale, man. Hollow point is for pistol rounds because they don't do shit, man. What are no, you doing? No, no. I had to pick it up. I had to put it in. I put it in my emergency. Go- That's not going to go through an engine block. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing? I'm doing soft tissue damage, motherfucker. What are you going to do when Russian APCs come down your block? <laughs> right? I'll transition to my green points. Yeah, it's not like he just has one kind of ammo on his person at all times. Yeah. He's no. got options. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. We have 500 rounds of steel case, steel bullet, 308s. <laughs> We're doing fine. Which I told my dad, is like, you can buy a gun to shoot those out of. We're not shooting it out of any gun that we currently have. <laughs> and he said? What? Nothing in particular. No. They probably left. Yeah. <laughs> a truly insane. Also, they're Tula, so they're pretty much unusable. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the least functioning of the rounds. It's the only, like, bias I have in the entire community of firearms is I will not shoot tool ammo other than all this shit that I already have because it's terrible. What's so bad about it? It also, he, well, so we have SKSs, right? And SKSs are notorious for their reliability. <laughs> and the only failures you've experienced have been with Tula. Like, I've every- st- I've stovepiped like three times on yeah. those stupid fucking things. It's unacceptable. And that's just like the powder charge and them not being sufficient to kick back the bolt hard enough. Like that's just them being very bad. Yeah, the QC, not, ab- not it, optimal. Extremely bad. Wolf, fine. Yeah. I haven't had any problem with wolf ammo. Um, too long, on the other hand. Stovepipe is when you pull the trigger, it shoots, but then it doesn't load the next cartridge? The No, the cartridge fails to eject completely. So okay. it comes back and it gets caught no, the bolt. The in bolt. the bolt, yeah. between the bolt um, and the receiver. Mm-hmm. So it's just pointing up like this, which is why it's called a stovepipe. Okay, okay. Um, if there was a proper amount of like powder charge, that would not happen. Does that hurt the gun at all? Nah. No, okay. the gun's fine for all I care. Um, all right. I do need to put the iron sights back in my SKS at some point. Here. Yeah. Ryan's excited about that. Yeah, the, the, uh, the purist in you. Uh, well, you know, because well, the yeah, the 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 historic value, so to speak, of of mine. Like, there's no reason to. They they do they work fine like especially for my my like bolt actions it's like I mean like drill into this like hundred year old rifle that like <laughs> shoots better than <laughs> with iron sights than I could ever do with a scope. <laughs> Come on, scopes are good. Come on, you need to get into scopes, Ryan. Ah, uh, optics. They show you where it's optics. pointing. They show you where it's going. Optic. I mean, I'll probably put one on my AK, but I've I've kitted it out enough to where I'm like, all right, I it's got like. Alternative, you can put the brightest green laser pointer on it. Yes. Well, I was looking. So I was looking at like a. I was shocked at the price of ACOG sites. Scopes are very expensive. Yes, I was like, you know, like, and but God Almighty, like, so like, putting a red dot on a rifle is just. I mean, anything like it's just just ludicrous. Like like a, like a carbine, you shoot pistol rounds out of like an MP5 or something. Like yeah, I get like a red dot because you're never you know like you're moving through hallways or whatever. But like you know, on the AK, I was looking at like all right, so like red dots, 
you know, they range from like $50 up to like $600 and there's no magnification. So I was like, all right, well, I'm on ACOG. You know, I don't like, understand not having magnification. Yeah. Like there's no scenario in which, like if you're close enough that you don't need like, that 2X wouldn't help you. Yeah. You're not looking down the sights. Yeah. Like I just don't, like 2X is so nothing. It's just like a little, it's just a little bit. Yeah. It's absolutely. Anyway, sorry. No, yeah, no. And so, but that's a, like, but it's, you know, then I got to buy the, the attachment and everything. So I was like, you know, like I need, I, you know, I, I like iron sights. It's what all my rifles, my historic bolt actions have anyway. So it was like, you know, we can work with that. But I did, however, see that there was one option for the iron sights, which is like a peep sight on the AK rounds. So it's like, you know, you look through a little, you know, you look through the aperture and then you just kind of s settle things up there. And I like peep sights on the rifles that come with it. Right. So, um, so I might think about that but I, like you know what's an extra hundred bucks you might as well <laughs> you might as well put a rail on it and get an optic at that point but i just i just can't do it it's hard that's the justification i'm going to use to buy a gh6 so i'm looking forward to that day you're gonna put peep sights on that what uh thankfully you don't need them oh. uh it's got a very good evf on it and does 4k to 120 hertz for mm. Uh, whatever that's worth. <laughs> I don't really need this camera at all, but I am going to buy it anyway because it has USB-C charging and I'm fucking tired of having to swap out <laughs> batteries. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot describe the degree to which it fucking pisses me off that the camera can't charge on the USB-C. Like, is that worth $2,200? No. But also, fucking, what's money, right? I was going to say exactly the same thing. Yeah. Perfect. Might as well be zero dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and once you have this new camera, then you can take that old camera into the sandiest of environments and not give it, not care at all. Yeah. The only problem with my GH5 is that I clipped one of the two attachment points for, like, straps. It was a while back. Yeah. That just like came straight off, and that's probably gonna knock two hundred bucks off the resale value of no. it. So that sucks, but uh, no. You need to uh, reframe it as a positive. I've lightened this camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this camera's been lightened by. That's probably not a bad strategy, honestly. Yeah. It's like four grams lighter than the other competing GH5s on yeah. eBay. Awesome. Yeah, the GH6 is really tempting. Not as. So I could go with a full-frame camera. Then I'd have to sell all the lenses I have. Full-frame meaning aspect ratio of one-to-one? One. No, the sensor size. So oh. a micro four-thirds sensor is exactly a quarter of the size of a full-frame sensor. 35 millimeter film is full-frame, quote-unquote. And the camera that I have has a sensor that is exactly a quarter of the size of that. Which is useful in a lot of cases because it means the lenses can be really small. Because they only have to like... The, the glass only has to focus into a smaller portion, whereas it, like, and, and this is a particular problem with zoom lenses, where if you have a, um, a focal length with a bunch of lenses and shit in it for a full-frame camera, they have to be, like, really big and chunky, whereas with my camera, they don't really have to. Like, I have a very nice um, zoom lens on my camera, which I don't know where my camera is right now, but, um, you know, hopefully no one stole it. Um... <laughs> And it, it works very well for that, but it's not great in low light. 
Um, because it turns out if you have a sensor that's four times the size, uh, it uh, does low light. It needs better. more light. Yeah. Well, it, it like you know it handles light better, and I tend to shoot things in low light because I just like like that aspect of stuff. But also the GH5 that I have is such a perfect camera other than that exact like exactly one thing that it's <coughs> it's very annoying that it's not better in low light which makes sense because the sensor being smaller means that it doesn't generate as much heat which means that it runs forever and it's basically a perfect camera because they just made it the size of a full frame camera and just gave it the internals that it needed to be like good at everything that it does um so the alternative is to just buy a full-frame camera that has all those compromises, but it does really, really nice low-light shots. But that upgrade, is it the same quarter thingy, mabobber you it, mentioned? No, no, no. I'd have to, Again, I'd have to sell my whole lens setup, and I'd have to get... I'd have to buy whatever the fuck the new exciting version of that is. But then I'd be legit. Then that would basically literally be the most pro setup possible. Gotcha. For a mere probably what it'd probably be about six grand by the time i was done with it or i could just buy the upgraded camera which i already have the lenses for and that makes way more sense gotcha so but it's harder to take pictures out by the fire pit because the fire pit doesn't provide a lot of light yeah got the kubrick barry linden problem that's that's this the the other camera the s1h which would be the camera I would buy instead, would not have that problem. Gotcha. That camera would be perfectly fine. Kubrick, Kubrick approved. Yes. Yeah. We need to be, watch Barry Lyndon again, by the way. I, we do. Jacob still hasn't seen the second half of that movie. Which is a good reason, because then we need to, probably needs to watch the first half again. That's correct. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I need to go back to doing four things a day. That was that was a good stable equilibrium. That was a very zone two attitude. Well, well no, but as long as like cause you said, like no, I had to go back to three things a day. But like, if doing going from three to four things a day, if the fourth thing is, is watching a movie, I'm in favor of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. no. Well, when you do four things a day, it's four hours a piece. You can do a Barry Lyndon and oh. yeah. No, the the thing the the siren call of three things a day is that you can say it's morning, afternoon, and evening because right. it's seven to twelve, twelve to five, five to ten. Yeah, and like the verisimilitude of that is intoxicating. <laughs> Whereas there's a bit of artifice with the four things a day because it's six to ten, ten to two, two to six, six to ten. Uh, which is morning midday, which isn't really a thing other than in French. Um, well, afternoon, you could just evening. say the French version of it. Yeah, and I would have to. It would. It, yeah, it would be uh, what the fuck? Uh, matin, uh, midi, midi après, and um, uh, soirée. Is it soirée? Yeah. That sounds wrong. But bonsoir is good evening. That's soirée. good evening. So yeah, um, but. Okay, so mid morning or midday is only a thing in French. I mean, that that's your claim. Well, that's there. that's when they're napping and you know, like not returning call. Ooh, siesta. Um, call yeah. it just call it siesta. Not a terrible. Well, uh, morning, I mean, you, he's siesta. always napping. He's always napping. Yeah, that's, though. True. Yeah. that's true. I've been trying not to by sleeping eleven hours a day. <laughs> At night or just throughout During, the day? At night, night. Yeah. Okay, at night. Contiguous yeah. hours. No, I've been dark. in bed 
a long time every day. No, I can't tell you how important that is. Like, like honest to God, like, you know, like it is. Yeah. That shit. Will That's happen. why I have my laptop next to me because I just like, I wake up at five. I get on the laptop. I have no idea what I do for whatever period. <laughs> and then just pass back out. Yes. And then I wake back up. I get back on the laptop. Could look at your history. Play Wordle be, 2. Be disgusted. <laughs> Wordle 2. Wordle, there's two of them now? It's yeah, six well, letters. there's a six-letter oh, one. This is oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. I know. Okay. And I got it in three tries. There's, and then there's... Engine. And then I'll there's, have to bleep that out. Then there's Worldly. Worldly. Worldle. Worldle. Where you guess the an outline of a fucking region, country, I don't know. Worldle. To, to, what, what is, is that? this? What is that? What is it? Everyone except Lou got it on the first guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ukraine. What? You're eighty three percent correct. You're only three thousand kilometers away. How am I eighty three percent correct? Like in terms of the letters? Well, that's un that's oh. unclear. No, in terms of the distance. In terms of the distance to the country that I'm supposed to be guessing. Yes. Country correct. or territory. And, and, and the correct country is to the northwest. Is that what that area is? Yeah, looks yes. like it, yeah. Yeah, okay. three thousand. Oh that's a, that's helpful. Okay. That's literally the whole mechanic. Why can how can people not recognize okay, I, I apologize. I mean, I didn't, but that's whatever. Yeah, I'm never going there. A bunch of also, it's going to look All different right, by the time I get there. I ha I, look, I own a lot of atlases. It's so. Iceland. Buy the band a cigar, would you? Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Absolutely. Is that a little like... Just like a steak. Celebration emoji <laughs> in the... Yeah. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, okay. Right there. Okay. Yeah, I'll Google Maps. Confirm. Faroe Islands, Iceland. I'd like to take a dip in one of their hot springs someday. I like how there's no towns in the center of it. Like, <laughs> this is literally a yeah, perimeter society. Ice town. There's only 85 people that live here. Unbelievable. In Iceland? Yeah. yeah and they're, all, all, they're all in that pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're all in this picture. <laughs> Selfos. It is a ludicrous place. Kerjube Jarkluster. <laughs> <laughs> Nescop starter. <laughs> they know how stupid their names. Look, are. you keep zooming in. There's nothing in the interior. No, it's like it's like here. it's like Australia. No, there's F eight eighty one. Oh, that's gotta count for something. Dragalio. There's no pictures. How do I get here? You better from home. We could not calculate directions from home to Dragalio, Iceland. That's yeah. a shame. Now, this... So... What? Google Maps yeah. still uses the Mercator map. Uh-huh. Naturally. Which feels like it would cause problems if you were driving in this area. Because it would have like material impacts on the times that they predict. I didn't even think there was a road in Newfoundland. That area. Yeah, buddy, that's you. Yeah, Newfoundland Newfoundland is not the size of the East Coast. No. Nope. Like it's considerably smaller than that. That's Cha you, buddy. Change the projection mode. That's you, Newfoundland. There's gotta be the foldy world projection 
Maps. Ooh, I can send even more feedback. Oh sending. God. Change just, just type in just type in Mercator exclamation point question mark. Why does this use a Mercator projection? Thanks. Feedback. Thanks in advance. <laughs> mm. Mm. Where's the... Oh, I have an emoji button? What the fuck? I have to copy an emoji button from over here? You don't have a... Okay. Well, I have an emoji button on this keyboard. Well, what, are you going to put like a poop symbol in it or something? Like, Just... just no, just... the party symbol. No, it's the party. It's <laughs> all good. All the right. drooly face what are you gonna thanks do? to thanks to the power of copy paste between handoff solutions there we go All right. <laughs> the kiss blow, face blowing a kiss <laughs> there we go you shouldn't have done that what? oh they're coming for you they'll be, yeah they'll be coming I've submitted you. a lot of feedback to Google have you specifically about their answers yeah. So we typed in oh, Google Answers. The is one yesterday. I think I typed in what it says the present old, uh, present old Trunt <laughs> automatically picks up Donald Trunt. They know present old Trunt. Yeah. So this is a uh, this is a reference to a video um, a, 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 a Biden. <laughs> Uh, after the January 6th thing, uh, telling uh, President Old Trump to uh, call off the call off the, they've scrubbed this from the internet. They've wiped this video. It is unfindable now. But Google still knows. Not on Lively. Oh, so your feedback was to Google say, "Hey, yeah, why is this stop still here? hiding the truth?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. Like Google has all the stupid questions that they do. Like when you type in a thing, it's like, "Why does massage therapy work?" And then they have like all these things. Do massages actually do anything? <laughs> what is the science behind? What is the purpose? Why does massaging sore muscles feel good? And a lot of these, the problem that a lot of these run into, which not in this case, these are all highly useful, is occasionally the question is longer than the answer, and they should just put the answer here. And that's what I was complaining about. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, they've got a standard, though. Have you, they've, they've got oh, here like, we go. What was the last time you guys paid for massage? Have you ever paid for massage? Um, twice. Twice, okay. Uh, once, I think two and a half years ago okay i got a discount in the mail i got a coupon in the mail <laughs> you got a groupon for I, basically it was it was a pair of coupons too like okay. a, this envelope had at least one coupon and, and up to two coupons in it okay. so i brought it into the place and by the way it said specifically you're allowed to use both of these coupons in unison wow i know yeah okay. they were specific about that but then once i got to the massage place and she oiled up my back and like started, you know, go the on. massage. Go, go on. She says, by the way, the coupons are expired. <laughs> and they weren't. It, uh, she might not have used the word expired, but like, like there was some technicality that like made, gotcha. it, made, it, made them unusable. And she said, do you want to proceed anyway? And that's how they get you. In a moment of furious, silent rage, in my mind i was like okay 
I've gotten this massage to celebrate a milestone in my career here. Great. Like, I've just taken this exam. Yeah. Pass or fail. Like, I just want to enjoy this massage. Wow. Right okay, now. so you Come. did it without knowing the outcome. Oh, yeah. That's that's true. It's just like, I, I want to... I'm done with this exam. Okay. I don't know what how I did yet, but I want to go experience this. Like, yeah. this, this... Release it from my, from my body. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So... And she put the oil onto my back. Yeah. Ready to go. Your coupon. <laughs> but do you want to continue? Matt, I can't stop laughing. So no, you shouldn't. Okay, so... So so you said... And I so was silent. Was, yeah, we tensed up. Just a little bit. She a must bit. have. She must have felt it. In yeah. retrospect, like she... She's like she's a, a massage therapist yeah, has got to be really in yeah, tune she, to yeah. this kind of thing, right? So She's got a sixth sense. But I realized, okay, I can't be... I can't just erupt with this answer right right i've right. got to, I've got to yeah. think about this play cool right and then like at so this is like six seconds before i responded right but and at and at second four i was like okay we're gonna figure this out <laughs> at the end like back in the lobby i'm gonna be relaxed and it's like even if i have to pay more i'll get revenge somehow so no matter what happens mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah it's gonna be fine i'm gonna burn down the building could be right so after six seconds of that i was like let's go do your magic let's, yeah let's go with the massage yeah. wow and it was a it was a lovely experience like okay. i had a great time yeah because i i don't I, I just never paid for it you know like that's the thing like i mean i i, I had i had one gifted to me but i've never like handed over cash to like get a massage before mm-hmm. twice Twice. Two times. Are you going back for a third? No. Group, group on expire? <laughs> no. Never, you got to like, earn it after that. No, David, I mean, like, never again. Like, did something happen? It's not, like, impossible <laughs> that it would be worth it at some point in the future, but also I feel like you're supposed to earn that. And what? Oh, them or you? When are you getting massages? That's what I'm... I, 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 to be honest with you, I never was on my radar until right now. And oh, I'm like, okay. yeah, like, why do massages feel good? And well, I'm like, then this is, I don't well, know this the why. is going to be an I important do, I question. I mean, is there evidence for massage? No. So, <laughs> all right. I w- Found it. <laughs> so I am, I am kind of like bullshitting all here. I have gone to an acupuncturist. And there has been elements like... A portion of the of the of the acupuncture experience is a is a and massage, but it is only a component of the whole process of acupuncture. And I am a fan of acupuncture. I, I really am. I, I think that it is a. I think it's a thing. I won't take that away from you. Have you done acupuncture before? No, Matt. Never. Really? I'm not against it. Just I'm it's against just it. not happening. You are. <laughs> Goddamn China needles poking all in me. Yeah, absolutely not. I was really surprised how how effective it was. Like there, you know, because the well, the fil- they don't have even needles. You, you would they call them filaments, and the, I don't give a fuck what they call them. It is Brandon. It it, it is surprising how the reaction that your body has when you know when when they when you're getting the therapy with the filaments like it is is really shocking and uh yeah so i but they like as far as like a a and massage right like i'm going in you know like no i like i had it 
I had a, I was like a birthday present from like my ex, but yeah. Why are you getting birthday presents from your ex, Ryan? Well, you know, she claimed to love me. Oh so, my God. Yeah. And part of that is you have to accept it no matter how ridiculous it was. I will say though, I was so, <laughs> I was so fucked up after the massage that we went to like, I'm going to forget this. We went to Panera and I was like, was all, she's like, well, I'll, I'll buy you birthday lunch after my massage. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just get the lobster roll. Cause I'm like, I want the most expensive thing on the menu after this, like, you know, this massage thing. But like, I was so, cause I'm like a fucking nervous wreck after the massage. Like I couldn't like, I, I couldn't carry my tray. I was like shaking and my muscles were like spasming from like carrying like a tray of my lobster roll. Cause you're so relaxed. Yeah, bro. I didn't know what was going on. I like, and then I was, and then, like I said, this just seems that like, really setting yourself up to return to your prior state, you know, like, you know, like, unless you had like constant massages, that's, <laughs> that's where it's at. Like, no, that's you, why your wrist hurts now. Well, yeah. Well, no, cause I haven't, you know, I mean, I mean, we need some acupuncture on this actually, which is what DIY acupuncture. You just go home and get some sewing needles. Uh, well, uh, There's a joke of my family. Yeah. I read the book twice, so uh-huh. I'm definitely down to, to go. S- just stick a fucking, 12 gauge. Is steel. your mom not certified for that? <laughs> no, nobody in my family is. I wouldn't trust them. They don't have the, the mentality. And they're not Asian, so they're not Chinese, so. Get a little makeup. We already talked about this. Well, he was he was an Asian man who was who was our acupuncturist. You Peter dead? Peter Wong? No, Peter Wong. Peter <laughs> oh, Wong. Okay. Uh sing his praises. You know, Chinese. Uh, went back every year to China to to re-up theoretically Chinese. yeah re up re up his uh, you know his his poking status his filament game but uh, but no it's just all, oh, it's several kinds of like weird experiences with it it's fucking it's an odd idea but I mean right like in the in and I don't want to be like in the holistic sense right like all of your nerves are connected right like theoretically in like the the grand system sure. yeah right and you know, that they like, so I had like tension and, uh, you know, like an issue in my shoulder. And so he like worked on the top of my foot and goddamn, he, he put on the he shoulder put, control panel. Yeah. He puts, well, he puts the filament in my foot and he's like, all right, you might feel some tension in your shoulder. And, and it's on my, I mean, I can confirm he was, you know, he was working on my, and, like it started tensing, tensing, and tensing, and then he's like, he's like, you need to breathe and breathe, and then like, and then like, just release, right? Like uncontrolled, like your body just does something out of your conscious involuntary, yeah, involuntary, absolutely. And it was like, it it just eased, like everything that was kind of like holding on was just like, like let go. It was on the top of my foot, motherfucker. It was on the top of my foot. So I, you know, it, it's like one of those like goofy like tricks where you know you're like you like you know you stand in a door and you push out or you like push your arms up and then someone like holds them down after like 10 seconds and then you drop them and your arms like automatically rise did you ever play those like goofy games yeah like, yeah yeah that. like it's weird shit like that that like you know that they had like worked on and like acupuncture as like a art is like you know 2000 plus years old and i think that like over time they figure some shit out with that and it was like shocking i was like so I'd, I'd recommend that before you go get another massage, David, is what I'm saying. Like, if you're ever hankering for a massage, go get poked by a Chinaman. Absolutely not. Okay. David, what's what's your aversion to this? What, the massages are better. You've gotten we're, two. We're, okay, but... Yeah, they were both fine. <laughs> fine? Yeah. 
I'm not about to be wowed by this Chinese trickery. So um, I'm, you've never tried it before. Well, Correct. I'm, I'm all in with Putin. I remain on China. pure on this. Yeah, I'm all in with Putin on China when it comes to acupuncture. Okay. Yeah, I'm Do you think that's you. why he looks so good at 70? I bet because you. Because he get, gets acupuncture all I think the time. that's on something there. Yeah. The mystery of the Orient. We're going to look into this. Why does acupuncture work? Putin acupuncture? Putin acupuncture. <laughs> History and current status of acupuncture, Putin acupuncture types, traditional Russian medicine. Russian acupuncture? Acupuncture no, is a holistic thank you. practice with roots in traditional Our Chinese call, yeah. medicine. <laughs> Russian medical practitioners in both disciplines we're recognize up, uh, acupuncture. We're looking up Russian acupuncture. Has no negative effects. In Ryan's trying to convince me to get acupuncture instead of a massage the next time I feel the need to do either. What was the last time you got massage? be never. I was but. going to literally today. You've got... And then I was too lazy to leave the It's house. too lazy to get a massage. <laughs> do you guys know that a Stone Age man used acupuncture? According to the Guardian. According to academics, the alternative therapy was all the rage for those embarrassing Neolithic bladder problems and tummy upsets. Tummy upsets is a majority. fucking... I'm closing this right now. No, hold on. Needles are made from stone or bone. That's yeah. not exactly a filament no, that you were yeah. talking about earlier. Acupuncture needles are not needles. Not, Russian not cows, stone or bone needles. Russian cows benefit from acupuncture. That's a very unkind thing. Onion article. Yes. Uh, Russian gave the... What is that? No, it's inside higher ed. This is very important. They've got student voices... From basic budgeting to planning for post-college, <laughs> where the weaknesses are in financial student wellness. I thought the mics were hot yesterday. You're recording again. Yeah, well, sometimes you record twice. Can't sometimes you misread that. the calendar. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you just do. Sometimes you freak out. I got someone... four and a half good minutes yesterday. It was yeah. good. Sometimes you freak out because someone I'll put a time put that on an activity. A podcast. A two for one. Good job. Where the weaknesses are in student financial wellness. Why are we you here? Know, I was thinking about getting a massage because I uh, tore up my entire kitchen. Yeah. And then primed the floor and then poured 500 pounds of yeah, level in one day. Stop bragging, bro. We and get it. And then I refloored it and put it back together yesterday. <laughs> I was a little sore. How, um, okay, what was the last massage you got then? No. What was the last time I... It's been a hot minute. Okay. Because we're not college. talking about like one of those chairs at the airport. No, we're talking I about don't like, like those a full anyway. on. Yeah, I've never done one of those Student before. Loans. Did you, not uh, authentic. I think I was living in LA the last time I got a massage. Yeah. Well, I got cards. I got one, and they were like, "What do you want? Do you want a male or a female masseuse?" And I was like, Budget, well, is, there, "Is this some like off menu shit? What's going on here?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't, you know, I don't care." And they got me the burliest motherfucker I'd ever seen working on me, and he was, he was, like I said, he was really great. Staying for big purposes. But I, thought, I didn't. I didn't realize like gender was like an option. Some dudes. Saving for emergencies. I care about that. I don't want a dude touching me. Oh my god. It's gay. Oh my god. Work it all, brother. 
got this, yeah. got this pain. And you're like, right Yeah, there was a sushi there. bar that I would frequent, and then there was a massage place, like, right next door, so... That's a good combo. That's a good <laughs> fucking combo. Students at public institutions are 10 percentage points more likely than those at private institutions to not be sure about offerings. So Bro, he, he wants to get through this he, down yeah. so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Emory replaces loans with grants. Rebranded. That appeared to go through the Wordle website. When I clicked on this, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna click this again, and I want everyone to look at the top level domain as I do so. That's true. It that absolutely went through the world <laughs> website. It's taken over, man. What the fuck is going it's on taken here? Over. What is yeah, what? I don't know about that, David. Um, can I get a? Does Safari let me do this? No. Okay. They're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. Like Wordle doesn't own InsideHigherEd.com. They're we're, taking over. We're going to get to the bottom of this. University of Kansas plans to cut 42 academic programs. We Ryan, how do you feel about that? Stuff. Um, I think they should cut more. All right. How many? At least 51. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's see what they think about this. Faculty members since Bischelmeyer, or sent Bischelmeyer, that changes the inflection of that sentence tremendously a letter in december urging her to save 14 of the programs tap for reduction tap for reduction is quite a phrase i think it's taped Nah, it's tapped okay there's two p's there there's a tap uh, the, right but this is kansas the e doesn't the e doesn't Local transfer if you've got like it's like South a Korea sound Korea. it's like a Made sound thing yeah like the e can transmit to the a through one p but with two p's there no, i understand i understand how it normally works but this, again we're looking at kansas <laughs> it's it's, it's different there it can't penetrate two p's even in kansas <laughs> like a drunk uncle showing up but now this say she has decided to drop 12 of those they asked her to spare with determinations yet to be made on... Did I write this article? Yeah, you did. This feels like the kind of this? thing I would have said. You wrote it at 5.45 a.m. the other day. It's very wistful and like... I don't know what the word... I, I, I have a bad definition of wistful in my head. But like I like the way <laughs> like that this... dirty definition of wistful? It's No, it's like... It's, I think what I mean wistful... I think wispful, like wistful, with a P. Yes. It's like wisp. Two P's. <laughs> and like that's how I write everything. So like I feel like I wrote this article. I feel Wait, very in what, connected in to what this. font are you writing this? Are you writing this in papyrus font? What? No, this is uh, the Aerial? company font. This Ooh, is, I, stole, I stole that. Oh, you were in Grotesque. Here. Yeah, yeah, Ridley Grotesque. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful font. No, we've uh, maybe it wasn't here for the discussion, but you've discussed this. It's so fucking good. It takes up so much space. It's awesome. It's for important messages only. Everything that you write, in other words? Yes. Okay. Everyone needs to pay attention right now. Reasonable people can disagree, but in this case, overruling the university senate so consistently is very disturbing to many of us. I don't know what this article is about, but it's very important. Zelensky won the Ukrainian version of Dancing with the Stars in 2006. Zelensky. Like, what can't he do? 
I didn't spell that right at all. <laughs> Not even close. A prayer for Volodymyr Zelensky by the Atlantic. I mean, you have to admit his... What do they say? They say I left? I'm going to shoot a video in front of the Capitol. Fuck you, people. <laughs> Come at me, bro. There's no poem here. I hate this website. Are you going to sign up for the Atlantic? Why does Liz Brunet work for this website now? What's the last thing she wrote? She makes money. She does. Whoa. Elizabeth Breunig. Dear therapist. Lori Gottlieb no. guides readers through the no. ordinary That's not who you searched no. for, so don't life. continue. Who would pay for that shit? Dear therapist, That's I can't also turn not the person you're searching for. to on. my mom for support after don't my accept. dad's death. But Jacob, these are suggestions. Don't the accept. website knows what we need. No, they don't. Okay. Oh. David searched for something, did not I get it, and don't then continued to, want to, burden continue her to accept what he's being fed. When she's going through such a difficult time, but I need to talk to her about my grief. Look at this great picture. Can I get a hamburger? Here's a big plate of fries. Oh, all right, I guess I'll eat that anyway. <laughs> this is how America works. By Dear the way, therapist. By the way, David, this is your last free article on the website. So. I'm writing about a struggle I'm having with my mother. My father passed away <laughs> at the end of May after a long battle with prostate cancer. Blah, 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 blah. Aaron. <laughs> Dear Aaron, I'm sorry that you haven't been able to share your grief with your mother at a time when you're both reeling from this tremendous loss. I'd encourage you to think about your mother's loss not as is worse, this copyright? but as different. Technically, just read no, something that you technically is behind a paywall. They're basically giving it's all this getting away. Yeah, While you and your mom might it's be struggling in your own ways, it's not going to be the first. Yeah, it's not going to be the first one of those. <laughs> Paradox of griefing. This has its Maybe own. Giving away hyperlink. trade secrets. Secrets. David. Yeah. David admitted that he denied me an insider trading opportunity. And yeah. also earlier he was saying the Ukraine instead of Ukraine. He has to bleep the. the yeah, I have to bleep the that Ukraine. out too. So I feel so I appear sensitive to the plight of uh, Ukraine. Sensitivity signaling. That's correct. Okay. It's very important. Look at these. This is like stop, drop, and roll with your <laughs> sadness. The paradox of grief. <laughs> We're gonna save this image. <laughs> then so when the I've door really opens, stupid... you have to look into the light. <laughs> so, I guess here's a stupid question: Does any government actually do government functions through their like their main forward-facing website? Because people keep oh, celebrating, it's like we took down the the Kremlin's website, as if like all their important shit. Funnels through their fucking website. Yeah, well, let's check whitehouse.gov. Yeah. Still up. It does have Joe Biden and uh, Arnold Joe Washington. Joe Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Read about President Biden's Supreme Court nominee. I didn't actually know they had one. Katanji? I can't even Because I'm assuming this. the answer is no. Brown Jackson? Because, like, they're keeping all these reports. It's like, oh my god, they brought down the Russian website. And it's like, alright. I don't... I don't what I don't does know. that do? Is this, like, if I was, like, inventing a black person... Like, does it make someone's <laughs> tax return harder to follow? I wouldn't call them Brown Jackson, because that would seem, like, too obvious. You, you're gonna have to start bleeping yourself again. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, is fine. We're coming off the rails here. No, this is fine. <laughs> this is... Is what this a bit? Is what this a kind bit? of name is this? Brown Jackson? <laughs> she could just be Katanji Jackson. What's going? Yeah, that's, that's a perfectly. <laughs>
Yeah. Now, <laughs> now we have to shut it down. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with that. No, we already, we already covered all the important topics. Yeah, who said that? Someone just came in and fucking yeah. just like assaulted us. Jacob, I can't believe you said that out loud on the podcast. <laughs> oh, Look, she used to be in Technicolor. <laughs> They won't let me click on this. What yeah, criteria no, you, yeah. did President Biden use to pick his nominee? President Biden process. conducted a rigorous process to identify oh, yeah. Justice Breyer's replacement. Yeah. As the longtime chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, the president took seriously the Constitution's requirement that he make this appointment by so with honest, the advice and consent of the despite Senate. Despite the fact that everyone See, in my work circle seems important. to think that... A, a retarded billionaire who's a child rapist would be doing better right now. And Joe Biden's numbers are tanking. I gotta be honest. Despite not voting for him because I hated him, he's doing a better job than the last four presidents. <laughs> he studied the histories and case records of candidates and consulted legal experts confirming exceptionally qualified judicial nominees with varying backgrounds and experiences. Alright, just quick question. Are we like the fourth person to read this, like on their website? <laughs> like, honest to God, like are we right. well, our, well, okay, so us, yeah, Hassan, <laughs> um, we're probably number three. Yeah, Pod Save guys, you know, Pod Save. Fox, uh, Fox no, News has like, almost certainly like read it. We'll take an interview with them. Oh, very good. Someone no. from Fox News has almost certainly read this and written an enormous piece about it. No, they don't. They don't tend to actually take the president's word I could for just, it. I just, On, unlike this podcast, we take the president's word very seriously. Yeah, no, I just imagine them, you know, like up late, scattered headshots of of black women Supreme Court justice nominees just scattered through the desk. You know, what the hell are you doing on my poor microphone? It's fine. He comes over here, compares this podcast to Town, complains about us fulfilling our fiduciary duty to the White House. <laughs> What is this? What is this dog sounds? What's going on here? He's got the the okay. The there we go. Toy, now it's not freaking loose. The hunky hedgehog looks like. It's a cow. That's a cow. It's a corduroy dot, cow. Dot dot dot. Who understands the profound impact that the Supreme Court's decisions can have on the lives of the American people? I could have written this. Wait, um, did someone die? Like yeah. What? No, Souter Breyer retired. Yeah, Breyer got out of there. Okay. He got done posturing with this bullshit. Now we can hire black. Yeah, lady. he's like, like he's Brown like, Jackson. I need, I need six more months of relevance. I'm 83 years old. I just need six more months of relevance, and then I'll go. Did he get it? No, they didn't do shit. They he's a minority. <laughs> like he's in the minority. Like the the court will be fucking filled with glassy eyed, sexually abusing psychopaths from Brown for like the next fucking quarter decade. Man of principle. Yeah. These cunts. Bicycle. I don't know why this is related, but I assume there's something important. Suggested here. search when you searched for Justice Breyer. Bicycle. Yeah, it was bicycle. He's just like us. Yeah. Fractured shoulder in another bike incident. That's commentary from NPR. This is extra spice. Another. That's what I come to for NPR is the hard-hitting coverage. So. Yeah. I appreciate that. Throwing shade in parentheses. Yeah. 
He's recovering Georgetown Hospital. 74-year-old Justice Fell. Bitch was 74 in 2013. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to work after. No. Like, yeah. Like, he should have retired 10 years before this. Yeah. Like, Peter Atia, like, keeps talking about, like, the Centenarian Olympics. But he has to, like, set that up. And he's, like, the only person who's ever going to compete in it. Like, these people who are, like, 70 and, like, still doing things that are important need to really stop doing those. Like, there's other people that are available. And that seems to disagree. Everybody can do it. Everyone's going to live to be 125. Well, Matt's been blackpilled. I can't even do a push-up right now because my wrist is so fucked up. This dude's fucking... How'd you hurt your wrist? We already talked about this. I don't know. I don't fucking know. It just hurts like a motherfucker. I mean, that's not your AK shooting hand. No, thank God. <laughs> yeah, as long as I can rest it on something, I can still pick off a, you know, a 12-inch human silhouette at 100 yards a three out of four times. A tiny baby. 12-inch human. Okay, whatever it takes. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could easily hit an obese Russian at 100 yards. Abs- okay, that is no problem. <laughs> of which there are five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genetic <laughs> One of them runs the country. Oh, they've had so. falling lights. He's not that big. He's not. We already talked about how he is like, wide. I was in pretty good Look, shape. I was trying to do my patriotic duty and throw shade at Putin. So. Okay, well, I, I don't know if you've seen. You can throw real, shade at Putin. He's not really that kind wide, of shade. And he's got a theme no, he's, song. He's not that wide. He's sure he's got the song. Okay. Yeah. In May of 2011, the justice broke his collarbone riding near his home in Cambridge. How are people doing all these injuries on bicycles? That's what I want to know. They Bicycle sounds Have you been unsafe. cycling lately? Have you seen what it's like out there? I, I, to be <laughs> Have fair, you hit these streets? It's madness. The yeah. last time I rode on a bike, there was a sand dune at the corner of Sunflower Trail and Sunflower Trail. And, and I wiped him. out completely. Yeah, see? And I had to wipe back. Ha- I had to walk back. How's your collarbone feeling? You, well, it's fine. Because yeah. it really oh. wasn't that big a deal. Okay. Uh, but it did misalign my, um, my like, front steering column. So I didn't Oh, is this on your old bike? No, it was on the new one. Oh, my God. What? On the electric one? Yeah, no. I, uh, I revved in the middle of... What was basically a sand pit. Not allowed to do that. That had like no. accrued on the sidewalk. They don't really pay that much attention to the sidewalks around here. Which You're makes on sense. The only like two people walk on them. Why are we on the sidewalk? Oh, you were transitioning. You were at that place where the sidewalk like transitions into the road. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was transitioning from street to female. Okay. But the. Um, don't want. Yeah, it okay. was. You, by the way, you're going to have to bleep out the, uh, the, the road. Corner. What they'll figure it out (laughs) eventually, with or without my help. But yeah, no, this is just going to be bleeps. This is going to take eight hours for me to edit. Yeah, this is pretty loose. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Let's get some tinnitus noises going here. (laughs) Don't say that word. Ah. Tinnitus. Yes, tinnitus. Not that one either. Um, tinnitus. Tennis. It's like diabetes. I have tennis. Uh, what diabetes? Tenetum. Yeah, I'm going on diet beaties. Yeah, diabetes. D a betis. D a betis. D a betis. 
Guys, do you want to go on eBay and look at bicycles right now? No, I'm going, yeah. I am going to bed. Absolutely. No, we've well, we got seven more minutes. All right, seven more Okay, seven more eBay. minutes. eBay.com. Slash bikes. Even more flipping Jordans. Let's look at currency. I want to buy cold, hard currency on eBay. Cold, hard <laughs> frying pan. No? Oh, hold on a second. What? I saw, I saw a cold, hard cactus there. For, there's the twos. Currency There's the deuces. Look at that. Also, those twos that what? you left me. Yes. Are maybe the crispiest bills I have ever felt. They don't feel new. <laughs> they feel crispy like a piece of seaweed you just took out of the wrapper. <laughs> like they were starched. <laughs> like they, don't, they don't get touched very often. All right, hang on. It was people a, don't use those anymore. It was alarming. All right, hang on. I think, we're, I think we might be in on the next scam. Hey, look at that. We can get 50. a $50 bill yep. for $9.89. That's right, and it's stackable. In a stackable case, dude. You can buy it now Hold and on. you can add it to cart. Hold on. What's the shipping? <laughs> uh, we can start the next. We can start the next YouTube phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You take a twenty dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill, and you uh, encase it in epoxy resin, and you sell it for less than the value. That and sounds then, like a losing proposition. And then people have videos trying to open said acrylic or epoxy oh, chamber. Oh, that's where you win. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The problem is they get the uh, monetization from the video. Well, that's that's fine. You get the publicity. Maybe. This is like the mail order version of like gluing a quarter to the ground. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> okay. no one goes to the mall, so we can't cash R- in on right, that. Right, you got to do it remotely now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the true right. payoff is when we watch the video and just laugh and laugh. <laughs> All right, so I have bad news. What? This is only for the case and not the bill. In the oh, case. no, that's false. See, that's where we something. come in. Yeah. I'm Wait, where are we coming in? We the, add the the 50 <laughs> and make it impossible to get said 50 and then sell it back to them. All right, so Bodal Candle has a 99.8% positive. Do they take Diners back. Club? What, what is the heck that? are you trying to get at over there? Is Diners Club even a thing? Anymore? Oh, yeah, it is. Is it still real? Yeah, you're not allowed to join anymore, though. It's <clears> just for uh, people Don- that got grandfathered in. You've got to be a legacy. Legacy diner, yeah. <laughs> Find my club. What the hell is a Search diner's for club? country? It's like an Austria. old credit card. It's like a what? It's like an old credit card. Oh, okay. Yeah. This website in Vergante Cookies. Uh, it's at Okay. Is this supposed to be like a stone mattress? That's the credit card. It's got the belt. That's how they keep people from doing IFR readers or RF readers is they give you a concrete wallet to put it in. That That word is out of control. (laughs) I'm I'm used to dropping all the syllables at the end of a word, and it's screwing up my German pronunciation. They actually pronounce all the letters. Which makes that second word even worse that they pronounce all the letters. Yeah, see, if this was French, you would get to that uh, S set and you just give up. No, yeah, no, this would be, this would be Emma, (laughs) Dean, Lucas. French is a much more civilized language. No wonder they lost all those wars. Genießen Sie höchste Exclusivity. Oh, exclusive dots. That's what I'm talking Co-brand about. Co-brand cards. 
got to Bantra. This is ludicrous. What is? Let's pick another country. Let's pick a winning country. What? Like, like eBay. Who could be winning more than or Slavia? Ukraine. Or Latvia. I heard of some shit. Diners Club Ukraine. Dean Ray's Club. Global partners, local well, no, where's, Yeah, there you go. Con- drop down mint. Where's what the was the appeal of this exclusive credit card? Turkey. Not available in Venezuela, Ukraine. bro. The Titers Club from Venezuela. Best of luck. Oh, yeah. That hit us. Credito, Dredito, Aception. Nice. What language is. Spanish. It's Spanish. What is is it? Yes. The Mercantil Banco? Yes. I thought Venezuela was Portuguese. Nine. Portuguese. No. No, no, no. I, don't I gotta s- be honest. I don't think I could point at Venezuela on a map if my life depended well, on you're it. We're terrible on wordly, so. Yo! Luis Alberto <laughs> Fernandez de Abro. De Nacionalidad Venezolana, Mayor De Dad, De Profesiona Bogado. I mean, not to tread old ground, but he's I a, hate this. He's a, he's a, he's a civil casado. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jacob. What did you want to talk about? What are you talking about? Go ahead and explain to the audience. We're going through the Condiciones Generales. For Diners Club cards for Venezuela. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. Look, our, our listeners demand the, the, the full coverage that we offer. Look, we already covered all the important topics. Well, as the we listener. World War I, <laughs> Ukraine, Diners Club. We did it all. We have a sophisticated audience. Don't forget about Steward slash Essing. We talked about saggy pants yesterday. We went down that rabbit hole. I introduced Anna to the talk page on Wikipedia, which apparently nobody knows about. What the hell is a talk page? All right, oh, so no. Wikipedia. Oh. So you only know one half, and by half I mean like a sixth of Wikipedia. If you <laughs> click on any page on Wikipedia, all of these words, they got here somehow. How did they get here? Great question. Talk page. So here we go. POV labeling. I question the claim that Patrick Francis was a black Jesuit and later a black college president. I also black question the quotes. claim that James Augustine was the first African-American bishop. African there are photographs, dot, dot, dot. This is a man speaking for four paragraphs. Frank W. Sweet. How do they decide whose comments get a put in the bucket? That's a great question that no one can answer. Because they can't just let everyone comment on this. Oh, no, they do on the talk page. That's what's great about the talk page. Talk page is literally anybody. Go to Donald Trump and click on the top page. Presnold <laughs> Trunt. Oh. What do we got? Uh, oh, it's been expunged. All right, so Wikipedia doesn't know about it's it. Clean. Only Google knows about it. Trump. All right, let's go to that talk page, right? All right. Talkie, talkie. Is an American politician, media personality. Where do you find the talks? Oh, talk. Okay. Talk. Active arbitration remedies. Yeah, exactly. Because there's too many pages that you can't just let people talk 
without a moderator. No, no, no. They talk. They let them talk. They just can't modify the page. The talk page. No, the talk page is fine. Talk page is open. This would be four. This would be forty thousand pages long if they didn't moderate. Yeah, this. but they have all these edits. It's all good. Remove from the lead. For number forty-seven. Well, actually, no. I guess this plays into your idea that no one knows this is here. Yeah, no one knows this is here. And now you're. You think anyone? And you're over here blowing it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Hassan doesn't know about this shit. He doesn't know that this happens. Trump's opinion scratch expression is absolutely relevant and not WP undo because this article is about Trump and Trump only. Do and undo weight. Neutrality requires that main space articles and pages fairly represent all significant points. Is someone's name Jimbo Wales? <laughs> there are so, I hope so. many I really people. Hope so. I'm really good at checkers. We can click on this guy. We know everything about him. The closest barn star for your thorough closing comments that seems to have left little reasons for challenges. OTR 500. Wait, there are achievements on Wikipedia? There are so many achievements. I put one of them, I put one of them in this Discord. There was a guy who, And what were we doing when we were fixing the Land Before Time page? We didn't get any achievements for that. No, because you weren't in the talk page discussing it. Where was oh my god. Yeah, it was you this, failed the land before Tosh trying to think of one of the fucking dinosaur names. So I don't Littlefoot. You, you failed Littlefoot. You All failed right. him. I don't oh, okay. So we were looking up and I were looking up Saggy Pants, which is its own page. Sagging is a fashion. It has his oh, I guess that yeah. Alright. So if we go into the talk page here, um let's see what we can find. Why do we need three images? A couple months ago there was just one on the right. By Majermitig. With the hard-hitting question in 2009. Do we, right. do we really need three images of sagging pants? Alright, so I'm going to look up this specific user. Irene's husband. Um, we're no. going to look up user Irene's husband. Alright. Irene's husband has contributed to a couple of articles. Awarded, original Barnstar, awarded to our husband for cleaning up sarcasm on the Zionist occupation <laughs> government page. And of course, you're continuing in tireless work in the highly contentious and daunting area of 9-11 conspiracy <laughs> theories. Smiley face, keep up the good work. Who the heck is hired to hand these out? Uh, okay, hang on. Hang because on. the computer no, can't no, go write back, that. Go back, go back, go back real quick. <laughs> Look at that. This user is no longer active on Wikipedia. Next line. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> they had... Where's the... Where's the list of changes they made? What the hell? They had a list of the changes they made. It was really funny. View history. Scholarly articles. Edit a page. 9-11 conspiracy theories. These may be helpful. Okay. This had to be in the sagging pants thing. Saggy pants. Pantalones. Sagging fashion. Okay. It's here somewhere. I swear to God. Alright, I posted it as a joke earlier, but I need like real clarification. Why is it that today, at like 5 o'clock our time, or not 5 o'clock, like, like 11 o'clock our time, Ukraine announced they were going to close the border to Russia? <laughs> like... And what? stay out. Yeah. <laughs> Why on earth 
did someone think that was a good idea to put out there and not look stupid? <laughs> like... Unknown. Like, that's how they got in. We left the gate open. <laughs> in the fall of 2010, <laughs> at Westside Middle School in Memphis, Tennessee, the policy on handling sagging pants is for students to pull them up or get, quote, urkled. A reference to the character Steve Urkel in the 1990s television show Family Matters. In this practice, teachers would pull their pants up and attach them there using zip ties. It sounds about right that in Albany, Georgia, they would start charging people money for this. One teacher at the school claimed to have Urkeled up to 80 students per week, although after five weeks, students got the message and the number dropped to 18, which implies that after... Uh, students were aware of this practice. This this teacher was still doing this three times a day. <laughs> Minimum. It was a lot. On December 8, 2010, in the city of Opelika, Florida, that voted unanimously. Not, does not exist. On a $250 fine or 10 hours community service for individuals who did not pull their pants up. <laughs> Um, I wonder if someone under the age of 80 wrote that law. In Ocala, Florida... A law was passed against sagging jeans. Violators face a five hundred dollar fine or up to six, six months in jail. Repeat effect, three strikes policy on the sagging <laughs> pants law. Jesus, fuck. it was repealed in September of twenty twenty in the middle Dude, of the pandemic. Unreal. Holy shit! What is there a death sentence if they catch you three times? Oh my god! They put you down. Shreveport, Louisiana repealed its prohibition on sagging pants in June 2019. This page alone should be proof that uh, the gerontocracy is real. All right, hang on, scroll down, Dave, just real quick. Buttock cleavage. There's a. Okay, yeah, there's a. Yeah, but that's classical. That's classy. Julian Velou de Villeneuve. Also, but at cleavage, only one photo. Why do we need three photos of <laughs> sagging? Photos of sagging. In the early 2000s, it became fashionable for young women and men to expose their buttocks this way, often in tandem with low-rise jeans. Okay. All right, now we're just looking at porn. That's correct. Actually, there's another specific page. Bro- <laughs> Those are actually mannequins. <laughs> um, like I said, Wikipedia. Oh, okay, Wikipedia yeah. is full of pages that are uh, extremely. We go back one more. Go what? back to sagging. Mm. Extremely what? And then click on extremely just pornography. Okay. What was the the Florida town? Opalaka. Opalaka. Where the heck is that? Miami. Ocala. It doesn't exist. You mean Ocala? No, no I know this. where Ocala is. I've been there. Opalaka is in Miami. Or it's, uh, oh, so it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's fake. Opatusha Wakalaka. Meaning wooden hummock. <laughs> meaning racist. High dry hummock. <laughs> Did you know that Opalaka has the largest collection of Moorish revival architecture in the Western Hemisphere? I did know that, actually. Oh, thank you. High dry that. hummock that describes nothing in Miami. Great city. Why is the sentence included in the article? <laughs> because they have a median three thousand income for families. <laughs> That's not very much. Presented by six three one forty five twenty six one ninety four. Let's go. Look at all these great. 
Look at all these great obvious the water brawling rape allegations. So this was There's multiple. So one of the people mm. who contributed like massively to the saggy pants forum, and this is the thing I was looking for, has they they have three articles they've contributed to. Saggy pants, um, BDSM, and women's bondage. <laughs> and those are the only three articles, and then they're gone. Yeah. They just modified those three articles and then left the website. They forever. shared what they knew, man. Yeah, they hit. They hit their. Ceiling. I know three things. Yeah, <laughs> ropes, whips, and saggy pants. <laughs> the Tequesta language. I liked it better when we were on eBay. Now you've done it. You were looking at golf clubs, or is that just an ad? Tequesta language on eBay. Quest University. The universe. The professor becomes the murderer. Craig. <laughs> by now. That's a bad title. What is what? That's a bad title. Becomes the student. That font is really the easy to read. He he's <laughs> learning about. Did you, uh, okay, this I'm is sober and I can't read that. The professor becomes the student. Ellipsis. And he's learning about murder, comma. And that's it. That's yeah. a period at the end. I don't know about that. That's, look. Well, let us zoom in. That on makes it. more sense, and I'm not buying it. So it won't just, let me zoom in. You can just, like, write books. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Jocko can write a book, and he barely understands English. He, d- come on. He majored in English. I know. He reads a, books all the time. I man. don't know anything about psychology. I majored. He's in also like motivated. That's. <laughs> yeah, and writing a book takes he motivation. He wakes up at four thirty to read every kettlebell in his gym. Yeah, he okay? is. He's sleeping right now. He's getting. A, he's getting a jump start. Awesome books, oh, USA. On. That's right. Would you trust this website, David? What kind of feedback have you left for others on this exclusive internet web site? On the web.